Would you want me to do an intro -y thing, Joel? I, I mean, I want, want so, so, yeah, I want you to introduce <laughs> what is this thing, Craig? What is oh, what is appearing in front of the people right now? What All is right, this? Okay. Um, well, so this is a and d, &D one shot ah. um, called Frozen Memories. Um, so just uh, a tiny little bit of background. We were planning on starting a, a new little short campaign that I'm DMing, but unfortunately Connor's away this weekend. So I decided to do a one shot um, with the lovely people around me. Um, it's set in the same setting as where this other mini campaign will be. Um, so it's a place called Ormheim, which is sort of a, a place that I've come up with. It's kind of like a mixture of like Skyrim, Northrend, you know, frozen, cold north. Um, a large dragon population, that sort of thing. Um, but this one shot is a bit sort of detached from the, the main campaign. Um, so the, the players will still be playing their characters from that campaign. But I kind of imagine it taking place in some sort of strange parallel dimension. Like, it, it's not quite canon sort of thing, you know, but it, it, it might happen. Um, and you will obviously be playing the same characters. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> It's the Star Wars Christmas episode. Basically, yeah. Um, except without the, the good holiday cheer. Um, oh. But there's all this snow and things. The, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, do, should I introduce myself? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah abso absolutely. I, I, think, okay. I think this is a, a good time for us to do that because we have new players as well that have not okay. been on the show. Sure. So, well, I'm, I'm Craig. Um, I'm a friend of everyone's here. Um, I, you might recognize me from Joel's Avernus campaign or from uh, Connor Merchant's D&D campaigns from before from Gilgates and Goblins, stuff like that. So I, I've been around at this point. You know, if you haven't heard of me by now, really, where have you been? <laughs> really all your fault instead yeah. of yeah. Good. Excellent. Uh, we're going to go with the new faces because I don't, John, I don't care about you. Uh, but the one with all the M's and the gremlins, please introduce yourself uh, in the name of the character you're playing in the class. No, like, physical descriptions yet. We'll just get into that when we actually get into the game. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. Hi, I'm Josh uh, on a gremlin. Um, I know Craig through playing video games, and uh, we recently played a D&D campaign, which recently finished. So uh, he invited us to come and join him for a one-shot and a little uh, campaign. Um, but, yeah, my character is uh, Avian Falu. Um, you'll learn a little bit more about him later on. He's a uh, a, um, a warlock. Uh, I, don't, I guess we don't go into subclasses right now. Uh, yeah, not right now. Well, we can do that when we when we get into it. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then hit. I I love your name because it's just Hedgehog, but I also like saying Hejog because it makes me giggle. <laughs> so I hope that's okay. But please introduce yeah. yourself as well and your character. Uh, so I'm Hatty or. Uh, hedgehog um so yeah i've been playing D, D with josh and craig for a while year and a bit um so yeah joining in with this new group which is exciting um i'm playing astalda liadon who is a vengeance paladin excellent thank you and i guess john you can also just introduce yourself oh great I am John. You've seen me before. <laughs> Basically, every time you see Craig, you see me, other than the <laughs> few times you don't. Uh, I am playing Jark. That's all I'm going to say. I am playing Jark. He is a Battlemaster fighter. Name That's is all I Jark. Know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows anything else. Jark. Uh, and hi, I'm Runaway Robot. Joel, I'm, 
this is the channel know who I am. It's fine. Um, I'm playing uh, Ishmael, a Hobgoblin Ranger, or Ish. Very excited for them. So, Craig, you want to take us into uh, sure. the wild north yeah. here? Yeah, so, I mean, just for, I guess, the audience reference, the players don't really know what they're about to, to step into. Um, so why don't I start by introducing it? Uh, let me just change the music track. <clears throat> so... A famous adventurer has gone missing. Elamine Hemlock, a monster slayer known for traveling between the towns in Ormheim, killing supernatural beasts for coin, has disappeared after traveling to a landlocked village called Brumendel. The village exists in the middle of nowhere, but adventurers in the region often use it as a place to rest between expeditions into the frozen wilderness. The village is home to a thriving trade of relics, potions, spell components, and a comfortable inn all services that adventurers find most valuable. A friend of Elmine's, Tremdar Murgo, has asked the party to go and investigate the adventurer's disappearance. A bounty of 2,000 gold pieces has been promised for Elmine's retrieval, or, if the worst has befallen her, the capture, dead or alive, of Elmine's killer. The journey to the Bramendel has been easy enough, if dull. The party has travelled through the forests and snowfields towards the village and now, as evening approaches, they crest a snow-capped hill that stares down into the little village to the north. Um, so I guess at this point I'll ask you all to describe yourself, so why don't we start with the ever-mysterious Jark, if you'd like to <laughs> tell us, John. <laughs> Alright, so not much to say. Jark is a dragonborn. His green scales look worn and the large scar across his cheek shows his battle experience. Uh, the scale frill around his neck has small nicks and notches where scar tissue has replaced it over the years. His plate armor and longsword are similarly worn, uh, but they are tinted a slight violet color, uh, yet look still in good repair. Uh, he holds his head high as he looks around to everyone else. Lovely. Uh, Joel. Good. Uh, Ish is likely looking at their little raven companion. They have long black hair. Hobgoblin features reddish skin, pointed red ears, uh, a mess of teeth and claws and a necklace around their neck, wearing uh, browns and greens and a cloak over some simple leather armor and a bow strapped over their back here. Um, rather longish teeth and plenty of facial piercings as well. They're more than likely just staring at the bird and playing with the bird than paying attention to anything else. Okay, uh, has he? Rastalda stands tall and, and broad with kind of a furrowed brow. Um, she's got really, she's a half-elf. She's got really pale, almost silvery skin and uh, black hair, which is kind of braided away from her face. Um, black clothes with a slight gold trim to her armor. Um, and she's, she's probably not really engaging with anyone focused on the task ahead. Okay, and lastly, Josh. So, uh, Avi, uh, as he's known to his friends, um, is wearing some pretty tattered clothing. Um, he was a merchant in a past life and, uh, he still wears the clothes and, um, they're 
they look like they used to be relatively fashionable and expensive but have faded over the years and uh, he kind of wears them as a reminder of where he's come from um, there's very little noticeable about him uh, he has graying hair um, surprisingly so considering how young he is in his mid-30s or so that looks tired and worn but he has a kind kindness to his face which means he's very approachable uh, he wears like a brown cloth hood wrapped over a dusty blue tunic with no armor to be seen and uh, some very basic sandals um, the only item of note is a ring worn on his left hand uh, which has scuff marks and dents all over it and is scented with a, a large cracked pink diamond uh, but yeah he's just casually uh, listening out for any conversations going on around him um, generally not it's Manda's wearing well. sandals that's what I was thinking the north <laughs> of the world all right <laughs> Um, so yeah, obviously. It would all make the, the, sense, <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I will say you guys have been provided with a description of Elmine. I'll paste it in our Discord, but I'll also read it for the the folks at home. So the player characters have been provided with a description of Elmine. She is a red-haired half-elf warrior in plate armor. She wields an enchanted warhammer and a steel shield with an elaborate carving of a dragon emblazoned on the front. So, as you guys are standing on this uh, small hill looking into the village, what would you like to do? Uh, I, I guess my question is, do, like, we haven't been introduced to one another kind of thing, or... We're well, I mean, I would there. assume... I mean, I, I know this is that we're kind of rushing in... Well, not rushing into it, but I assume you guys have gotten to know each other a little bit at some point. You know, you haven't just appeared on this hilltop together. Um, Jark, we... I've been friends for quite a few days now. I feel like we're going to get along just fine. Do you see anything down there, or are you just going to stare out wistfully over the landscape? I mean, I I do like staring out wistfully. Um, I don't know. Do I do I see anything, Craig? Uh, so are you are you just looking at the village, or yeah, peering okay. down? Um, you can make a perception check. First roll of the campaign. Let's go. <laughs> That's an at 20. <laughs> That's an at 20. Well, I'm kind of glad there's no, there's nothing to be immediately seen. Damn. Otherwise I've noticed. But, um, so you can see that the village itself, it comprises 20 structures with um, small farms and shacks spread out further. A dirt path travels down from the hilltop you're on towards the center of the village. And you can see a number of villagers congregating in the, in the middle of the hamlet where they seem to be um, engaged in a, a small market with stalls and awnings and things like that set up. Um, and I guess you've, you've rolled high enough actually that um, I will give you the map now of the village and I'll just fully, I'll just give you all the annotations on it so you can recognize where all the shops and places like that are. So Joel, I don't know if you want to switch scenes or oh, anything yeah, like absolutely. that. Um, but so I guess, so there's um, four and five, which are marked on the map. So that's the marketplace. And there's a town well at the center there. And then, so number one, you can, so Jark, you can see that that's, um, looks to be a, a shop um, with um, a mortal and pestle on a, a wooden board hanging outside. Um, then there's the inn uh, further into town. So that's Ruby's Nest. Um, and then, um Rilk's Curios, um, which also recognizes a, as a shop just into the northeast side of town there. Um so you guys are kind of approaching from the, the south southwest. Um so you will be passing by our man's um first. But it's up to you guys where you want to go. 
Well, I, uh, I think I can draw the town perfectly. <laughs> Let me just do that here quickly. Um, oh, yeah, jerk like the map the, maker. Uh, I've never done this before. This is so exciting. Uh, yeah, it seems like there's an apothecary in marketplace. Ooh, there's even a well in the middle of town. Your Not sure where we want to start. Your eyesight is incredible. <laughs> it, for my old age, I, I agree. You are old? Jerk, I thought you were quite young. Well, old-ish. Uh, do you see any, uh, red hair elven women? I assume it's not that easy, Greg. <laughs> She's waving to you by the time. No, I mean, you see some people in sort of villagers' clothing with, with red hair, like one or two, but nobody who looks to have the, the bearing of a, of a warrior or an adventurer. Uh. Well, we should likely head in. Maybe we can find her down here somewhere. Yes. Let's, uh... Wonderful. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Um, so you um, begin your descent along the track and approach Brumendel. You can see there's a, a river just running to your south and that seems to have traveled down from the north underneath the village. Um, and as you continue to along the track, uh, you pass a small farm to your right before the path takes you towards the uh, small apothecary shop and as you get closer to yes you can see there's a, a sign rocking in the breeze um, in front of the simple wooden shack and a brown-haired woman in pale blue robes with a wide-brimmed wizard hat sits in a crate out front uh, smoking a pipe and as you get closer she um, looks up from her pipe and uh, says to you all oh good evening travelers come a long way felt like we got here really quickly oh. <laughs> somewhat immediately and maybe abruptly but i'm sure we have traveled a quite a far away since i have been able to make such good friends in the amount of time that we had uh, it's been a long road oh well you're you're here now um perhaps you'd like to come inside for some warm tea i do enjoy tea it's Anyone? incredibly tea? cold <laughs> Uh. Well, come on in. You can meet my husband. And she um, stands up and oh, opens so the friendly. the door and gestures for you all to enter. Is everyone here normally this kind? You just got here. You're already offering tea. Well, potential customers, that sort of thing. Uh, uh, tea would be wonderful. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she, she, she gestures and... Um, for the inside of the shop, which I assume you all go inside. Um, so the inside of the structure is um, quite quaint. Uh, it's not the largest building. Uh, there's dried herbs hanging from the ceiling and in baskets around the edge of the room. The far wall consists of small shelves and drawers and a long counter runs across the far end of the room with a, a door leading behind. Uh, the inside does smell very, very strongly of sulfur. There's also a, a man standing behind the counter who's got long brown hair in a, and a leather apron and, and sleeves rolled up. And as you all enter, he, he looks up and uh, the woman who um, said she was his wife enters behind you and closes the door and says, I'll just fix your tea. Uh, our man, these are travelers who've just come into town. And um, she heads into the back room and he, he looks up and he all says, hello, welcome. What can we do for you? tea would be wonderful. Oh, and if you have any seed for my friend Moby, 
Seed. Uh. Like bird seed. Uh. He is bird. <laughs> he is bird. It's not really something I stalk, I'm afraid. Oh. Uh, small bugs? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I might have something. I'll 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 have a look around. Um, oh. But at this point, the the door opens and um, the woman returns um, with a tray with four mugs on it, and she places it down on the on the counter and says, "Here we are. Uh, just warmed up for y'all." Wow, she had that tea like very quickly, amazingly that ready. Was, wow. uh, well, uh, I don't. I'm magically trained, so I was uh, <laughs> able to. Warm it up quite quickly. Yeah, I really want to insight check this woman. She is far <laughs> too friendly for this campaign. After the pain and suffering I've put you through in Dungeons and Dragons, I do not trust this. <laughs> okay, you can you can make an insight a check. A little insight check. Okay. She's just gonna be a lovely woman, Joel. I hope you know what? I hope so. Uh insight. That is a fifteen, 15. DM. I mean, looking closely, you um I guess the only thing you, you notice is her, her eyes seem to shift between Armand and um, and the group. Anytime one of you speaks, she seems to look to him for his reaction. Um, but outside of that, she doesn't seem to harbor any ill motives that you can tell. She seems a little twitchy, I suppose, but outside of that, it's, it's hard to get a, a strong read. It's Strahd. It's Strahd! Bleh! Bleh. All right, uh, I, Ish will take one of the cups and, okay. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I mean, seems good. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely watch Ish uh, drink so, first before okay, approaching Okay, so yeah, it's it's hot peppermint tea that warms you up and uh, almost brings a smile to your face. It's delicious. Ah, the hospitality of this place is already impressing. Very happy oh. I've made the trip for such fine tea. Well, that's lovely. Uh, why, why have you come, if you don't mind my asking? Are you looking for work, or...? Uh, Ish will consult Moby. Uh, why are we here? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> we're we're trying to find this lady, right? Uh, uh work, generally. Uh, met some likewise-minded uh, adventuring types. I am a monster hunter, you see. Following the biggest kill I can find. Well, we do get plenty of your type uh, around here. <clears throat> if you're interested in contract work, if you were to go to the inn, uh, Ruby would be sure to find some work for you. Uh, but if you need it, I can supply potions and such. Am I broke, DM? Do we have yeah, money? <laughs> can I buy a potion? So I, I did think actually you guys probably should have some gold. So I I was going to give you all three hundred gold each. Three hundred? I buy a potion yeah, because you're immediately. You're all um, sure. So bear with me one second whilst I bring up the yeah uh, the price list. Uh, I always do, you, do that. Like when I make a character, I'm like, standard do I price money, Greg? Because yeah. I know what it is. <laughs> so um, he does offer a few different things. Oh. Um, you can buy. So you can get a potion of healing. That's fifty gold pieces. A potion of greater healing. Uh, so that's the four d four plus four is two hundred and fifty. Uh, you can also get a potion of animal friendship for one hundred twenty five. A potion of climbing for fifty. Uh, a potion of cold resistance for two fifty, or a potion of water breathing for two fifty. Oh, these all seem very useful. <clears throat> I will take one of those healing potions, please. 
That, uh, sorry, is that greater or just a... Uh... Oh, the regular type. I'm a little stingy when it comes to the gold, you know. Just a, a regular for me, too. It's very I, cold I, up here. Should we get a... We get a cold-resisting potion? I was... Sensible. I was thinking that. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take a regular healing potion and a resistance to cold potion, please. That would be great. Uh, I same, think that's how that math yep. works. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you would you would have enough, and and he looks at you, Estalda, and anything for yourself. Uh, cold resistance sounds sounds like a sensible choice here. I feel right, like... So that's uh, seven hundred gold altogether, then. Oh. So that's four potions of healing and two potions of cold resistance. You know what? I am thinking very generously today. I think I will take one of those greater as well. Uh, Looking specifically at Jark, I think we might need these eventually. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If 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 things are the way we think they are, dragons not hard to uh, are very hard to uh, to hit when you're standing on the ground. So yes. <laughs> and you like to take I naps. I noticed on the way over you like to lay on I the do. ground quite a bit. Yes. All right. So take a regular and a greater. Just. Okay, so that's in, 950 in case, altogether. In case of emergency. Okay. So you guys are Heart already shark. spending a small fortune. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at this this simple apothecary. Um, I mean, our money is great. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, and well, here here we are. And he, he lays out all the, the potions you required, the potions of healing and greater healing and, and cold resistance that you requested. And I assume you, you pay him the amount agreed. Um, we murder him on sight, <laughs> <laughs> and the the transaction is complete. Um, well, thank you. A, a good bit of business between us. Uh, so, what sort of monsters do you normally go, uh, hunt for? Or my favorite are dragons, really. But you know, displacer beasts are real tricky ones, and uh, starts like showing off scars and telling different stories about which monsters probably left them there um some of them are indeed lies <laughs> it's probably fine <laughs> sure well <laughs> by the sounds of it you're an especially capable bunch we try our best well we do our duty if there's gold the gold there. if, the gold if there's gold. gold that's very important i hated giving you that money i i love the the <laughs> rewards but Gold is my friend. <laughs> ah, Jerk, we are your new friends. Don't you worry. We will be well worth the gold, I assure you. I hope so. <laughs> you are paying us too, right, Jerk? To be friends. Uh, it's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> what is mail? I am mail. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. Lord above. <laughs> ah, oh, oh, we should probably ask about this. Do you know where we can find an Elamine hemlock? Uh, a, a what, sorry? Uh, Elamine, looking at like a sheet of paper, attempting to read the name slightly differently, hoping it gets a better response. <laughs> hemlock, eh? Uh, a red-haired half-elf warrior. Oh, oh, I see. Aye, she was in here about a week ago. Um, a week ago. Yes. Um, 
picking up some potions like yourselves. Uh, I think she had some business further east. Oh. Did you give any details about where she was going? I didn't really ask. Do you know who would know? Did she well, have any likely, contacts in town? Likely Ruby at the who runs the inn. Um, or there's um, let me just quickly check the name. Uh, <laughs> Ilya who runs the curio shop. I believe they were oh, quite close. No. I spent all of my gold before we went to the curio shop. No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, uh, before I spend any more of my money, we should probably secure uh, a room at the inn. Yeah, someone's gonna have to pay for me, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm down to zero gold. Wait, I am also down to zero gold. Ah, uh, I suppose we are maybe roughing it. <laughs> <laughs> I have Can a tent. I should be able to cover you. Oh, Astolda, that is so kind of you. Wow, we have really become really great friends over the last... How long were we on that boat? <laughs> For goodness sake. A, a couple of weeks. Ah, <laughs> oh, these last few weeks, we have become really close friends. Uh, well, uh, I appreciate the information and all of the potions that we can possibly carry. We should probably go to the inn and find Elamine, huh? Why we are here. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Bye, Armand. Thanks for the tea, Bye. Armand's wife. <laughs> yeah, whatever Thanks. your name was. Gazella. Oh. Oh, nice. Gazella. <laughs> wonderful name, wonderful tea. A great day. And with that, he begins to, to count out the gold, and I assume you uh, leave. The, Did they the feed Moby? Um, I guess a small, a small uh, plate of dried insects was placed on the, Perfect. the table. Yeah, absolutely. Happiest bird. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, you guys are, are back in the in the town itself. So where is it you'd like to head now? Is it to the inn or? Let's go to talk to Ruby. Yeah, I guess. Really taken by the idea of a curio shop, but I am broken. Yes, let us go to the inn. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, point out to you and Jark himself spotted it. It is on the, the northern side of town. So you uh, head across the, the tracks. You see some of the locals kind of traveling between the, the buildings or a few working in the in the fields and such who give you a, a nod or a simple greeting as you, as you pass by. But no one regards you with too much curiosity. You get the impression that travelers aren't um, that rare in this village. But nonetheless, you begin to... Um, make your way for the north and um, like I said there is a marketplace um, just outside the inn um, but it seems to be if you did if you did look through it's mostly um, local fair um, kind of a farmer's markety thing um, there's not really weapons for sale or uh, anything outside of like pitchforks and scythes and, and stuff like that um, but you're welcome to look if you'd like but anyway um, you make your way towards the inn um, and I assume you're just heading in. Heading in the yep. inn. Okay. Uh, so the uh, the inside of the inn is a large open room. Tables and benches are set out in front of you with a long bar across the far end. A staircase on the west side leads to an upper floor of rooms and there's over a dozen patrons inside who all busy. are wrapped in... Sorry, what was I? It's just busy. That's nice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah, so there's over a dozen patrons inside. Uh, but the thing that strikes you strange is they're all wrapped in heavy furs, uh, sitting amongst the table. There doesn't seem to be... You do see a fireplace, but it is unlit. Um, and what small light there is, is through the weak sun that filters through the, the grubby windows. Is there any obvious sign of the, the innkeep? Uh, yeah, so uh, you can see uh, Halflin, or Halfline, sorry, uh, behind the bar at the far end, uh, who seems to be talking to some of the locals positioned there. Uh, Estalda, as the one with the gold remaining, maybe you should be the one that talks to the innkeeper. Right, yeah. Yeah, they don't tend to like broke punctures, I guess. <laughs> it will be worth your while, I swear. I'm gonna try and attract her attention. Sure, so yeah, you, you walk up to the bar, um, and as you do so, she breaks off her conversation with um, two of the people sitting by the bar and comes over and says, Ah, greetings, uh, traveler. Hello, uh, good establishment you've got here. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, do you have uh, lodgings for... for the Certainly, yeah, uh, so it's... Uh, one gold a night, you get your dinner and breakfast thrown in. Seems pretty fair. Would it just be for yourself or those other folks you came in with? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, they're with me, unfortunately. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, all right. So uh, is that a common room or room or? Well, so there's um, several double rooms is all we have, so you'd have to share, um, I'm afraid, with one other person, obviously. Being there's four of you, I assume you would take two rooms and two rooms in each. Two, two rooms is good. Yeah, that's uh, be four gold, and like I said, I'll fix you dinner and you'll get your breakfast as well. I think we'll be, it'll be a short stay, but uh, we'll keep you posted. All right, just passing through, is it? Yeah, we're uh, we're actually looking for um, El Elmine Hemlock. We've uh, been tasked to to find her. Oh yes, um, she accepted some work from me actually. Um, though I don't think it panned out too well. Um, there's a a job I sent her on that took her out east, and uh, well, that was about a week ago, and well, she hasn't come back. You, you can give us some information about where she was headed and... I, I, are you looking for her? Yes, yes. Well, yeah, like I said, she was hunting... Well, the locals have christened it the, the White Wyvern. Uh, not the most imaginative, but yeah, it's a, a wyvern that uh, is located on Monument Peak to the east. She set out to, to slay the beast. Jerk, are you getting this? Write this down. I'm writing, I'm writing as fast as I can. Thank My you. chicken scratch is terrible. <laughs> uh, Stalda, the white wyvern. We need more details. White, white wyvern, yes, yes. Uh, where, where is that? Uh, could you mark it on a... Well, if you, <clears throat> if you just... There's a path that leads out of the village to the east towards... Uh, a large, well, it's not quite a mountain, not quite, a, I don't know what you would call whatever's between a hill and a mountain. It's not a quite peak. that tall. A peak, let's call it that. Uh, so Monument Peak, 
is where the wyvern has taken nest. Um, we were hoping that Alamine would deal with it because, uh, well, some of the locals like to go there and uh, pay homage to gods. There's a few different shrines up there. She didn't just, return. This wyvern has, has been there for a long time, or, or what? Oh, not too long. Um, the, the last group to head up there about a month or so ago reported it, and we were looking for the sort to, to deal with it. If, uh, if Alamine's uh, not succeeded, then I'd happily hire all of you to do it. What sort of reward are you, are you offering? Oh, I, I'd give you the same deal I promised Alamine. It would be a thousand gold for the creature. Or, well, it's death, I should say. And I assume anything we we find on the job we get to keep, or...? Well, so long as you don't loot the local shrines on top of the peak. Oh, of course not. I would never do such a thing. But, uh... We would we would not be so dishonorable. <laughs> Just shiftily looking to, at the others to see if they react. <laughs> no, I would never have disturbed the shrines. Uh, not for the taking. But everything else... Even... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Even I have some honor. Um, I was wondering if uh, I, I would, I'd be very happy to, to help, especially if it helps us find Elamine as we were supposed to. I was wondering if um, we could include a, a few more nights of board, if, if needed, uh, in the contract for our, uh, for our lodgings here in case we ever need to, just so that we don't have to keep paying you a gold every night. It would just be easy to... Sure. If if you're successful, then then yeah, you can you can stay here for a, for a week as, without paying uh, for your room, as far as I'm concerned. Nice. <laughs> I'm going vacation. <laughs> yeah, just like, look at <laughs> look at Shark's like with a week. God, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> this is good. Dragons. <laughs> Great. The monster. What what are we talking about here? Well, I, I haven't seen it myself, um, but as far as I know, it's a, a fully grown wyvern. Are you quite a capable bunch? Are you Have you fought fought a wyvern before? Aye, yeah. I fought two wyverns one of the times. Just me and Moby. Back to back we were, and they were stalking us, <laughs> surrounding us, getting ever closer. I fired off a shot. Moby screeched out a battle cry at... Oh. Do I believe him? Uh, sorry. Uh... <laughs> I just doesn't away. believe him already. <laughs> I think yeah, I mean, we I have good knowledge in the party, then. <laughs> well, it seems like you're a capable enough bunch, uh, and I assume that this wyvern will be no trouble for you. Mm. Yes, did, not at all. Is it wyvern? Did go by herself? Yes. Wow, I, I'm... She must have been a quite a strong person to try and take on a wyvern all by herself. I mean, that's... It's, it, I mean, there's four of us, and I'm still a little scared. Well, you have a hard time believing that, but this one told us he fought two at once with only his little <laughs> raven, and you don't bat an eye? I mean, I don't believe him at all. <laughs> well, what, jerk! I am a professional monster hunter. What do you think? I mean, this is what I do. I, I get that, but I'm also privy to dragon and wyvern fighting styles. I... I don't understand how you could have taken two at the same time, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, very carefully. Uh. Mm, good answer. <laughs> Jerk's starting to believe him more. <laughs> <laughs> we can handle the... Yeah. 
Don't worry, Jark. It'll be fine. Now, whether or not Elmine is uh, alive, eh? We'll find That's out. That's for us to find out. Ah. Oh, so Sorry, what is for dinner, though? <laughs> well, it's um just a cold meat platter, I'm afraid. That is fine, I suppose. <clears throat> Do you have any yeah, I... feed for the bird? Well, there's... I mean, there's some grain for some of the horses. Is that thing going to be a problem? Why would Moby be a problem? Well, it's not going to do its business all across the bar, is it? Is that the problem? Well, as long as you clean it up. Oh. Ah, fine, fine. I will make sure Moby doesn't just do his business everywhere. I... I have to ask, why, why is it so cold in here? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I normally an inn has a big roaring hearth, and there's lots of people. There's lots of people, but everyone seems bundled up. I'm just kind of wondering, is it is we're, it to save firewood? <laughs> no, we're we're all a little, a little on edge. Uh, a building burned down here not too long ago, so um, I've kind of sworn off open flames for a little while. Seems a bit extreme to just sign off all fireplaces because one house burned down, no? Well, you can't be too careful. It's a cold place up here. If your if your home burns down, you're kind of stuck outside, so... But we are basically all stuck outside, inside at the moment. It's... Well, you can wrap up warm, but please, don't light yeah. the fires. Yeah, sandals were a poor choice. I uh, meant to ask you about that. Practical footwear for you. Uh, is there a, maybe a cobbler or a boot shop <laughs> we can find beyond uh, better shoes? No, don't, don't, don't worry about me, honestly. I, I, oh, look I'll, at your I'll toes, okay. my friend. They are already black and blue. You're going to lose a few. If it get too cold, I can, I can, I can change my footwear. Don't worry. Uh, all right. I'm gonna have to call you Avi Four Toes. <laughs> Because I expect you to lose six toes. Do you, do you understand? <laughs> do you, do you get where I'm uh, going with this? No, I, I, I understand. <laughs> it's a complex it. joke. <laughs> uh, 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 I, uh, yeah, I have uh, spare boots if you need them. You have the same foot size. <laughs> Look up at Estelle. <laughs> this, this definitely isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> also, side note, but I absolutely love Craig's halfling impression. Love that. Oh, thanks, John. <laughs> um, so, what what time of day was it? So you guys arrived just as evening was beginning okay. to set in. So we so should we should definitely have the night there. here. Eat the, eat the cold can... meat plate. Wait out the Chikuria. freezing evening, <laughs> and hope that Elamine survives it for another day. <laughs> We could, do you guys? <laughs> we'll find a really well-preserved frozen corpse, probably. Yeah. No. <laughs> do we put? Uh, I'll leave it up to you all. I'm down to push out, or we did just pay for the rooms. We've been traveling for like weeks. Two weeks. Weeks. <laughs> Shut up. Where we yeah, became yeah. best friends. All right, over next, next three time I remember to include an hour-long pointless <laughs> get-to-know-each-other session. You know. What do you mean pointless? We're best friends now. <laughs> 
True. Think of the backstory. True. Think of the RPA. <laughs> okay. We're, okay. Get, we're okay. getting there. Okay. We're doing well, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. I mean, well, let's have dinner and, and, and take a take a rest. Early adventurer's morning. I sure. kind of want to poke around a little bit with the uh, the locals and verify the uh, the fire story. Just because it sure. seems a little odd to, to be that cautious. I'm sure. Okay, so um, what I'll... So what... I assume you guys are all sitting down in the in the inn. Yeah. Right, you're <laughs> sitting down, dinner is brought over, and I assume you guys order whatever drinks and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so um, in terms of sort of asking the locals, there's plenty of them within the bar there's there's some up by the bar itself sitting on stools um there's some at tables around um a few sitting just by themselves um and just as you guys have sit down and finished your meal the kind of sun has set and um as there's no kind of fireplace or or light within the bar and it begins to get quite dark inside uh, but some of the locals at the tables um light a small candle um that's on their their table apart from one group um sitting kind of close to the hearth um but there is also a candle on your table which you can light or not light um but nonetheless what would you like to do kind of want to lean over and be like oh it's really cold in here huh maybe we should uh, light the fire <laughs> Are you, are you saying that to the group or to just, a, lo a local? Yeah, one of the locals. Just like kind of like lean over from our table and like nudge one and be like, ah, okay. maybe we should light so, uh, said fire. Yeah, sure. So um, I guess uh, kind of aging farmer looking chap um, looks up from similar drink and says, oh, not a good idea, mate. Last one to try that got knocked flat on their ass. Ruby don't like the fire being lit in here. Uh, is this a recent development or has it always been that way? Uh, well, um, after a building burned down, Ruby's become a bit paranoid, I think. Um, doesn't like to have an open flame. It took us a long time to persuade her to have these at our table, gesturing towards the, the candle. Seems a little overly cautious, but all right. That's satisfied enough, I think, Ish is, okay. just because, like, just wanted a verification that she's not lying about stuff. <laughs> Alright, meal, sleep, find a hopefully not dead Elamine. Okay, um, so yeah, unless there's anything the rest of you guys would like to do, um, you kind of spend the evening um, getting to know each other very well, intimately, <laughs> um, and now you are all close, great friends. Wonderful blah, blah, blah. friends. Yeah. Intimately? Oh my. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sharing a bit. Hang on. Well, uh, I guess that was... The... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I've heard Jerk sleep on the boat. I want the room not with him. He is very loud at night. So... It's the night terrors, I think, <laughs> that really do it for me. I feel like we should draw straws to see I mean... who has to sleep in the same room. <laughs> You're not really selling it to me. <laughs> I'm not trying to. Bobby, the, the real key is to fall asleep before me, and I fall asleep very quickly. <laughs> Watch, <laughs> just like fall asleep at the table. <laughs> oh yes, I also have narcolepsy. <laughs> narcolepsy? Uh... <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I will make little splinters from like probably the table and be like, all right, 
draw. Whoever gets the short splinter has to sleep in the same room as Jark. <laughs> Alright, so what you can... Oh god, how do I even roll? Is there even a way I can roll? Chance. It? It's just chance. Well, the thing is, is that there's three there's three sticks, right? So... I mean, there's a. You can just. Can't you. Uh, like, use. The... Slash R space 1D3. You can roll a D3. Alright, okay. That's what I'll do. I'll roll a deal 3 and assign each of you a number. So, uh, Josh, you're a 1. Hattie, you're 2. And Joel, you're 3. Perfect. Um, so, that's Josh. Josh, you draw the short splinter. Wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, uh, no! That's so terrible. Yes, I can tell uh, you're very upset about. <laughs> uh, Ish will turn to high five Astalta. <laughs> ah, <laughs> we win. Jack, can you sleep on your side tonight, please? I will try. I I don't I don't I'll I'll try. <laughs> the tail gets in the way. It's the night terrors. <laughs> it's the night terrors. It's the night terrors. <laughs> Uh, yes, let's eat, drink, and be merry, and then set off tomorrow morning. But not too merry. Early morning. My name's okay. Jerk, not Mary. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so you you finish up your meal, your drinks, and um, head off to bed. So I assume that you'd be told that, um, that it's the first two rooms as you head up the stairs there um, alongside one another. Um, so it's Jerk and... Um, Avion to one room and then Astalda and Ish to the other. Um, and so you, you bed down. Um, is there anything anyone would do? Any pre-sleep rituals? How loud is Jock and how quickly does he fall asleep? <laughs> well, this is pre-sleeping, so I, I don't know. If... <laughs> it depends on whether he's going to keep me awake or not. I mean, Jark's bedtime routine is to lay on the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck trying to have any ritual Brushing your teeth, I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna disappear inside my vessel, uh, inside my ring. The uh, what? Okay. <laughs> I'm the what? No, I'm Excuse guessing Jock, me. I'm guessing Jock doesn't see this, and nor does anybody else. They're not there, so they don't know about it yet. Okay. Just disappear? Um... <laughs> Are we going hunting for Avi after this? Like, where, where does he go? If John said Jark's asleep and he just goes in, I, I don't know. I guess I can't explain it because none of you are there to to see it. I suppose. What? Jark um, is But let me just quickly read something. Uh, one second. However, Jark's night terrors might wake him up in the middle. Of it. <laughs> oh, actually, okay. while inside, you can hear the area around your vessels if you were in its space. <laughs> God damn it! It doesn't work. So okay. I just. I yeah, that's what, that's what I was checking. <laughs> <laughs> imagine what the snore of a dragonborn would actually be, though. <laughs> I imagine, like, a small flame kind of puffs out the nose well, or something. The maybe. problem is, I'm a green dragon, so it's not a flame. It's, it's like poison green, gas? poisonous goo. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> it's like Gross. I'm choking on phlegm the entire oh. night. <laughs> well, um, with that Dude. image... Do I even um, get a long rest? Well, yeah, so... <laughs> um, well, actually, there is something. Um, oh, no! Bear with me one second. All right. Uh, Ish's nighttime routine is petting Moby and assuring him that we will all be safe and have successful hunts tomorrow. Sure. Um, okay. So... Lord. 
Um, a few hours pass into the night. Um, and I would say eventually, Avian, you do manage to, to drift off uh, to sleep. Though it is a relatively light sleep. Um, um one second okay um jark do i awake in a night tear (laughs) no not well you might think that um uh can can you make a wisdom saving throw for me please oh this is this is a good thing that i can do as a fighter i rolled an 18. okay um that's pretty good um in fact that is enough um so jark um for a brief moment you think it is a night terror um as your eyes snap open and you see a figure um in the darkness um standing above your bed reaching out towards you um your eyes have snapped open um just before uh this figure can touch you um and as they miss a voice uh, echoes from them that just says you will make us whole um, and with that the the figure suddenly drops into a puddle before your eyes uh, yeah Jerk would have screamed <laughs> the moment he was <laughs> able to <laughs> ah! sure uh, some of the night tears are getting really, really. I wake up in a in a flash. I guess, yeah, Avian, as I said, you're to lightly fair, sleeping. I guess I wouldn't have seen the the figure before it disappeared. No, um, and it is dark in your room. Um, For God's sake, Jark, you're having a, a night terror again. That, Go back that, to sleep. That was not. I. That was. That was. That was real. I don't know what happened, but that didn't feel like all the other terrors I've had. There was a person in the room. Where? He's like, so I I picture Jark like towering with the blanket. Sure. So you're still on the bed. Um, So, I mean, do you you have dark vision? I think you do, right? Um, It's a dragonborn? Yes. Oh, you don't? Okay, no, never mind then. Never mind then. Um, So yeah, you you just stare out into the the darkened room. Um, Uh, I would just immediately uh put on my armor of shadows so yeah instead of my uh tattered clothing i would have a my ethereal armor uh Ooh. you've never done that on the boat no 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 need on the boat um but yeah it's like a it's like a stone looks like almost like stone armor uh, and it's encrusted with various like precious gems and and rubies and emeralds and stuff like that uh my hair goes white and my eyes go pure green um but yeah i look a lot warmer than i did before um so what where did he go jark uh i I see no one i guess i I see i see very little i don't have dark vision either uh nice (laughs) he he disappeared do we do we have Uh, a candle i assume there'd be a candle in your room or i think you also have candles in your pack or Okay, so I, I I'll light a yeah light it light an entire torch. Find a light source. Okay, sure. Point. So yeah, you you light a candle in your room. Um, there is no sign of a figure, and the door is closed. Um, however, before Jark's bed, there is a pile, um, of of some sort of green ooze with with red veins running through it. 
Hate that. Hate don't that. Like, don't like the look of that at at all. Uh, should we get the others? Uh, I think someone should stay here in case the ooze starts to like eat away at the floor. As I, I'm, I'm pretty used to that being the case. So, why don't you go fetch the others? I'll make sure the ooze is still okay. here. Take care. I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, I'll go and wake, wake Good, the others. Yeah, you, you do that w without issue. Um, so you step out onto the onto this landing, lean to the the other floor, and you, you knock on your companion's door. And I would assume that. I mean, John, you gave a pretty convincing blood-curdling scream, so I would assume that Ish and Eyes open, were just waiting. Yeah. I think just talking to Estaldo the entire time, <laughs> like, maybe this is the time that the uh, the night terrors actually got him, huh? He's so loud. I thought the wall between us would be enough, but here we are. <laughs> Ish, Ish is, is not a night terror. Oh. There's someone in the room. Huh? Oh. Come, quickly. Oh, Ish pulls his pants on. All right, I'm coming. Should I arm myself? Yes, yes, yes. Bring what your armor. Oh. There's some some ooze attacking Jack. I, I don't know what it is, but he's attacking. Him. I don't know if it came off of him or if uh, it was there already. I, I don't know. He is kind um, of oozy. Yeah, I know. I know. It's gross. Uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go into the next room and see. We see the red veiny ooze. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still in a small puddle on the floor. Jarek, have you done anything? Or are you still covering in your nope, bed? No, I'm, I'm basically just like peering over the edge <laughs> of the bed looking at the ooze. Uh, Jarek, you're supposed to do that business elsewhere. They have an outhouse. No, this, this isn't mine. Mine doesn't look like this. Why are there veins in it? This is kind of... <laughs> does it pulsate, DM? No, it doesn't <laughs> It doesn't move or shift. There definitely doesn't seem to be any sort of life in it, is a, is a good way I'd describe it. Was it just ooze, or did it, it do something? It was a, it was a, it was a figure. It, it like attacked me, but I, mentally fortitude, survived the attack. This sounds incorrect to me. <laughs> which, which part? The, 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 the mental the fortitude. Mental yeah, absolutely yeah. that part. Yeah. Doesn't everyone get screen, no. screen kind of? Yeah. A, a broken clock is right okay. twice a day. Is it? <laughs> Uh, is there is there any um, can I tell anything from this this ooze? It's yep. not moving. It's just it's just an ooze. I mean, you can make an investigation check, I, I suppose. Um, investigate the ooze. Poke it with my sword. Uh, so a thirteen. Um, so I mean, it it is weird. It doesn't look like uh, any other sort of ooze you might have seen. Like I don't know what's what's classic ooze like sap Somebody. from a tree or, or something like that. No, I wouldn't say like an actual creature, just like right. natural ooze. This thing doesn't look quite like any ooze you've seen before. Um, God, I got the same ooze. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, it is it is strange, but there's nothing that you can pick up on from, from looking at it. So this, this figure, Jack, you, you didn't recognize it? Did it have any features? It, did it say anything to you? Uh, it said... After it attacked and failed, I might add, uh, you will make us whole, whatever that means. And normally my night terrors don't say anything to me. They just scare the living bejeebus out of me. So this is new to me. And unless I'm going slowly insane, I, well, I, I think this was something trying to stop us or stop me for some reason. Why would Why they would want uh... to stop you? 
I don't know. Jerk the chosen one. <laughs> Make them whole. Sorry, I shouldn't be joking about your night terrors. <laughs> it's terrible. I hated it. So at this point, I would say you guys have been kind of stomping around and making enough noise um, that there's a knock at um, the door to the, the room you're in and, and you hear Ruby's voice saying, uh, hello, is is everything okay in there? I'll answer the door fully armoured with my sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on? Uh, seems uh, one of our party's been attacked, we think. Sort of. Attacked? By who? A dark, mysterious figure! <laughs> well, uh, I'm not sure about that, but... Show her the ooze. I show her the ooze. <laughs> what is this? Well, I can't say it looks that... F is that from him? And she <laughs> nods at the... You dragon. know, we all said the same thing, but no, he says it's not from him. I can show you what here. mine looks like if you'd like, but it doesn't oh. look like that. Oh, no, Jerk, don't. to compare. No. Don't, no, no, don't, no. Definitely not a good idea, no. I mean, I'm not too sure what that is. I, I haven't seen anything quite like that before. Um, I mean, I guess I'll get it cleaned up. You, you're welcome to use another room if you'd like. Never seen it. I, I, right. I don't want to be alone right now. <laughs> I mean, maybe it leaked through the ceiling or, or something. <laughs> Ish looks what up. What do you tire your roofs with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does it look like there's a hole in the ceiling? Uh, looking up, you you don't see a, a hole in the ceiling. Just paneled wood. Not sure how it would have gotten through that. Quite a large pile of ooze. Chuck, you also clearly saw a figure that turned into this ooze. He's not He's not lying to you. Yes, it basically melted into this pile of ooze. I see. How many drinks did you have? Uh, only three or four. Hmm. That's not too bad. He's a big guy. Well, you know how it is sometimes, you know, when you wake up after a, a nightmare, you know, you see things. It might have just been that. I don't know. I, I, this is, this is all very new to me. I don't, I don't like any of this. This is strange. Uh, Ruby, and it had to have happened to me, of course. Ruby, do the words you will make us whole mean anything to you? And not that I can think of. Um, Got any is weird it... cults in this town? Cults? Not really, no. Well, no, I should say. Not not, not really, <laughs> but a flat no. I guess we'll take another room, Jack. Uh, there's not much else we can do. Yes, please. One with less ooze, please. Well, I, I assure you, all my rooms are clean of ooze, so... Uh, clearly not, I mean... I... Well, I'm just saying, I think he might have brought that in with him. But anyway, uh, so I assume that she, she leads you to a, another unused room. Uh, very similar in setup to, to the other one. Um... And she said, well, you're welcome to it. Um, I'll get that cleaned up, and I'll see you in the morning. Thank you, Ruby. You're going to be okay, Chuck. I, I I, think so. I mean, I don't feel bad. I just, I mean, I. it doesn't seem like it was something I did. I wouldn't, I'm not known to doing that. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that was weird. Okay. 
maybe you can stay awake and I'll I'll do a I'll get some sleep because it might be a better uh, better sleep for me in that case. You you go ahead. <laughs> and uh, I just want to note can... that the moment he falls asleep, I would also try to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. So you all bed down um and um yeah, so is there anything anybody wants to do? Um, or are you all just going back to sleep? Can I? What do you think, Ish? I, uh... Yeah, I, can Ish I do like a, a little a little insight on, on Ruby? Just, just like, did was she being honest about not knowing anything about any of this stuff? It sounded that way, right? Check. But, like, I want to get a feel for what Ish thought. It's a 19. <laughs> um... Hmm. <laughs> Uh, I would say, what I would say is that she didn't seem surprised um, by what she saw. Right. Um, uh, well, Estolda, I don't think our host is being as honest as uh, could be. Why didn't this pile of ooze, with red veins and all, shock her or surprise her in some way? She seemed extremely calm about the situation. And now remains to clean it up. I'm curious as to what uh, situations previous have made her comfortable with the situation. I, between this and the fire, and there are things about this place that seem a little off. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. um. I don't normally suggest keeping watch in an inn, but. I, I, I also don't like the idea of being attacked in my sleep. We can switch off. I do want to do one thing, however. I have a little bit of uh, unexpended energy for the day, and I think it is time for uh, Moby to take a walk. Can, can he walk far? Well, uh, I'm going to cast a spell, and I will be able to see through uh, Moby's eyes and hear through his ears, and I'm going to have him see how she handles the ooze situation. Jeff. So keep a little eye out for a bit. Sure. Right. And Ish will grab their, uh, the necklace of bones and teeth, can't a spell, and their eyes roll back into their head and they become one with Moby, the bird. Okay. I love this so, bird. <laughs> it's a good bird. So what would you like Moby to do? Hop out into the hallway as stealthily as possible and okay. peer into the old room to see how Ruby is handling the, the cleanup of the ooze. Mm, okay, um, so I'll ask for a percent or not a perception, a stealth check first for bird check. Moby. Bird check, yeah. <laughs> Raven sheet, bird check. Uh, okay, plus two. That's a 14. Uh, so yeah. 14, yeah, that's that's pretty good. So yeah, um, I assume that either Estalda or you crack the door open a little bit to, to let um, Moby out. Um, and so you. I'm going to watch him struggle. <laughs> Just pecking um, at the okay. door a little bit, <laughs> looking up at a stalled up peck, 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 look up, <laughs> peck, peck. Um, so yeah, um, Moby gets outside, and there would be a kind of a rafter that you could like flutter to, yeah, and quietly perch on and stare. Um, so why don't you make a perception check for me? Uh, 
What do I perceive with a plus three perception? That is a ten, not super well. Okay, a ten. But it is dark. Um, one second, actually, let me just check the the Raven sheet. Uh, no, okay. Um, well, so you um, <clears throat> you see Ruby um, return to the room with a, a bucket and a mop, um, and she begins to to wash the the ooze up as best she can and kind of rinses out the mop and puts it back in the bucket and, and things like that but why don't you make an, an insight check for me Ooh. okay uh this as, as well i mean it would be i mean because you are in you right. are you I'm, are still I'm ish right so it would be your yeah so it'd be your Moby's deduction skill so okay. You can make another. Oh, it's a five. Okay. After my nineteen, please. <laughs> uh, so I'm afraid you can't read too much into into her movements or anything like that. So she mops it up, um, and when it seems to be uh, cleared up, she um, oh, and actually, will say one thing that is very obvious: she does this completely in darkness. Um, that's the only kind of thing that strikes you as odd. But once she's Player knowledge tells me something about halflings on this. Would ish know? I mean, I'm not even sure myself if halflings have dark vision. They don't. They, they don't. don't. So yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, you would probably know roughly. You're, yeah. you're experienced enough to to know that halflings okay. wouldn't have dark vision, um, and she seemed to do that in com almost complete darkness. Okay. Um, and she, and again, still in darkness, she walks down uh, the staircase back to the the bar. Um, where she goes uh, behind that and opens a trap door which she then shuts behind herself oh absolutely watching to see how long it takes her to come back okay um, so five minutes pass ten minutes thirty minutes no way she doesn't come out of the, the cellar okay uh, Ish will, will end the spell uh, and come back to, you know, the room with, with Estalda, and he's, Oh, that is odd. Um, our host has disappeared into a trapdoor behind the bar and has not come out for the last 30 minutes. She cleaned the thing entirely in darkness, which halfling should not be able to see that well in darkness. It seemed entirely unperturbed by the whole ooze situation. I am rather concerned that there is more going on here than, uh, initially meets the eye. I do not know if we should investigate further, but I have reservations about our host. Quest giver. We, um... Should we investigate further? Do you like to know, uh that I can trust the people that have employed me. If we uh, go stomping down the stairs and into the trapdoor and things like that, uh, you know, yeah, we could do that. be really intruding upon her, but we are capable. Yeah. If they get mad and kick us out, we can, you know, be out in the cold. It'll be fine, probably. Uh, but it would be rather rude if my hunch here is incorrect. But I do not have a good feeling about this. It feels wrong. Uh, Stalda, other paladins I have known in my time were able to smell things, uh, particularly smelly smells that smell smelly about people. <laughs> but, like, not their smell smell, their... Mm. Mm. 
The aura, yeah. yeah. Ah. Ah. Is this an ability you possess? Uh, yeah, sometimes I can sense, uh, like, fiends and stuff like that. You know. Would you do me a favor the next time that we see our host and give it a smell? Yeah. Well, maybe I can give something a go now. Oh. Uh, I think, uh, I don't necessarily have to seize someone. I can just kind of sense if something's, something's around. Right. Maybe. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to use my divine sense. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want to post uh, the text for that? Um, the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. Oh, that's not behind total cover. Right. Yep. That's always the limitation okay. for this. Damn. <laughs> Why I never use it. <laughs> Basically, have to be right in front of them and be like, "Are you a fiend?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, n- nothing. Nothing now, but maybe in the morning. Should, should we grab our friends and go to the trap door, or do it now? I, I, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. It is not a good feeling. There is something happening beneath us, and I would like to know what it is. Sure. Let's get their opinion at least. Uh, go knock on uh, our friend's door, meeting up with okay. Moby just outside the door, waiting for me to open. Oh, sorry, buddy. Come here. Uh, <laughs> knock, knock. Avi. You're so. Jark. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I would wake up before. Again. Jark. <laughs> I apologize for disturbing your sleep. Um, We need to talk, and we maybe need to move quickly. I am not uh, having good feelings about our host. She, uh. uh... I watched her clean the ooze in complete darkness. She seemed unperturbed, and then she disappeared with the moppin' bucket uh, behind the uh, the bar under a trapdoor and has been there for over 30 minutes, 45 minutes at this point. I don't so, think... Uh, is her room down to... there or elsewhere? Do we know, like, where she stays? Have we... We, we haven't, you haven't seen Don't anything. Know. We haven't really taken a good look around right. the bar's sort of exterior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's up to you guys what you'd like to do. So out, out of what we know so far, she she did this in darkness. She said she does not light the fire because a house burned down, but someone else just said that she does not like the fire. No, no, they said, they said there was a fire that had spooked her as well. It kind of checked out, but it seemed a little overly cautious, yeah? We yeah, don't know I what started so. the other fire. We don't know the context of that. And she seems so calm. You heard us. When we when we see the, the ooze on the ground, it is alarming. Jerk screaming out in the night. And what does she do? You say, here, have new room. I clean it up. No shock. Yes. I agree. We should find out what's, what's, what's going on. And if worse comes to worse, we spend the night outside. You know... It, I just Jark, do not have a good. You are awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, whatever you guys want to do, I am behind you, <laughs> ready, to, up. ready to, ready to go. <laughs> Get up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's head downstairs. Sure. Quietly. I assume you guys, yeah, quietly. <laughs> so why don't you all make a stealth check? 
This is gonna go so well for Jarek in plate armor. <laughs> oh, do you, you oh, are you wearing your plate we, armor? We put the plate armor on. I mean, do you? <laughs> do you not, it I'll, takes I'll, some we'll, time. We'll say you, you guys, you, you can decide whether to head in armored, um, in your plate armor, um, or you can go down unarmored. You know, it's up to you. I hate when Craig gives us the opportunity to be ready or not. <laughs> <laughs> ready or not, here I come. Oh, we're doing I mean, well already. <laughs> well, Josh, you rolled an eight. Oh, um, we're doing also good. Rolled an eight. It's okay. I, I put a twenty-six I onto the board. <laughs> I've got um, I've got my boots oh. of elven color. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Still, okay. So, um, so, well, so it's, it's still an eight. Just be a straight roll. It's still, it's still an eight. eight right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and <laughs> you rolled a five, so. You guys oh, really are not quiet at all. Um, oh my gosh, you, you are all so loud. What is the point <laughs> of this? Oh, fish, you woke me up. <laughs> oh my goodness, I should have done this on my own. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, you guys descend right. the stair. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, to us, if I notice, I notice how loud I'm being. I'm gonna uh, fly instead. Just off the ground. Okay. Um, so you you, you, you fly. <laughs> yeah. You take off. Can I? I notice how loud everyone is. I'm going to spend another spell slot, and I hate doing this. I'm going to pass without a trace. Okay. And he goes, um, so you are I... all so loud. You are all so loud. Grabs it, says a little spell under his breath, and just shadows spring up and encompass everyone and dampen the sound. Now be quiet. Sure. So I'll just, just to save time, I won't ask you all to re-roll. We'll just add a 10 to each of yeah, your, your rolls. Um, and uh, yeah, so you, you make your way down into the uh, the main room of the of the inn. Um, and so Ish, you saw um, Ruby go through a trapdoor behind the bar. Is that where you'd, you'd like to go? Uh, I'd like to take a quick look around the bar area, maybe into the back room or something like that, and see if there is a room that Ruby was staying in. Because she got to the room with the ooze pretty quickly. Uh, there wasn't that much conversation previous to that. And she had to be close enough to hear Jark. Yeah, Jark was loud. But she at least needed sure. to be somewhere in the building, right? Yeah. Um, so the um, there is a door um, to the right of the, the bar. Um, and if you try and open that, it, it does open. Um, it's not locked. Um, are you wanting to peer through what's what's in there? Yeah. Um, sure. So it seems to be um, a small kitchen. Um, okay. There's a unlit stove and a few kind of stale loaves of bread um, and a few kegs kind of set out there. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be any sort of beds or a place where someone would sleep in there. Come back out. All right. doesn't seem that she has a room, at least on this level. And everything upstairs was, I assume, guest rooms? Like, did we kind of scope that while we were there or...? You guys didn't look around exactly, but I mean, it seemed to be that the, the top floor is quite uniform in its layout, and you would assume that that's where okay. um, other patrons would sleep. Well, she either was either waiting up for us or was underneath the bar. Also, there is a stove, but she only served cold meat, so really this whole no-fire thing has uh, gotten to her. Right. Um... I think we go below, unless there is something else that you all see that I don't. Yeah, we have to go down. Down we go. Now stay quiet. I'm, I'm still trying to be quiet. 
Sure. The magic um, will so, help you. <clears throat> you make your way behind the bar, uh, and yes, there is a, a trap door at, at one end. Um, and just uh, as you as you look at the trap door and even try and lift it, it does seem to be locked. Um, but it feels mm. barred rather than a, a padlock or a lock that could be lock picked. It's barred. Uh, I do not have the skills necessary to open this unless we decide to break it, which precludes all of our stealthy intention. Guess we have to decide how concerned we are and whether we want to be loud about this. Uh, maybe I am being too paranoid. This isn't even our job. As we also, yeah, we need to remember, Mrs. Hemlock. We, you know, if if we if this this might take us well away from where we're going, this could lead us to a random dungeon, and Elamine Hemlock might die. True. But will... this could also be a crazy cult because she kind of stumbled her words. So I don't know. <laughs> no one is. Well, that, I would say that was Craig's fault. <laughs> <laughs> No, to be fair, no one is paying us to get rid of a crazy cult. Um, we just need to make sure she's not going to kill us in our sleep. Maybe we just go back to bed and have an eye out for the night and investigate tomorrow. I apologize for waking you all. It's this It feels wrong. We'll definitely keep an eye on it. Uh, you know, walk with a bit more caution in the inn. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's all uh, very weird. All right. Quick, up the stairs, just as quiet. <sighs> <laughs> sure. So you guys ascend the staircase and return to your rooms. And um, Is there anything else, any other nighttime expeditions you'd like to do? There's or... so many I want to do, Craig! <laughs> I mean, it's okay. it's, you, can, you can go back and go through the trap door if you'd like. I can't get through it without breaking it. Okay. And we just got here. Like this poor lady's in. She might just be a person who sleeps in the in the cellar. Like <laughs> she might just have a bed down there. Yeah, it's fine. She might have a geothermal vent under her inn, where that's the only warm place in the entire inn. Let's can, can we set like a for the remainder of the night like a, a set watch, um, like yeah, turns. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Just the concern. I think Ish will push this, and apologize profusely the entire time. <laughs> sorry. Sure. Sorry. It just doesn't feel right. So are you still staying in separate rooms, or are you all bunking together at this point? Can we all get into the same room? I think. Sure. Just lay um, out the bed rolls on the yeah, ground. You've got, and, yeah, you've got, yeah, yeah. You all snuggle up, and um, you take turns keeping watch on the on the door and listening to, to Jark's mumbled cries in his sleep <laughs> as he relives his horrifying past. Um, but nonetheless, I will just skip through what you're worried about, Sam Jacks. The, the night passes uneventfully, and you all complete a long rest um, and wake up the next morning. And before we get into the next session, why don't we take a, a break there? Because I, I do need the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Break. I want to go underneath so bad. <laughs> yeah. You can, you still can. Uh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Let's take a quick break. And right. then when we come back underneath the bar, I'm going. <laughs> right, I'm right back. Swan dive. Yeah. You've completed your, your long rest and, and woken up the next morning. As I said, the night passed uneventfully. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Go down the stairs and see if our innkeeper is there. 
Sure. Um, so let me change from this kind of spookier music to... <laughs> yeah, that's a purposely spooky. <laughs> Something a little bit more pleasant, I guess. Um, so you wake up the next morning and descend the staircase to um, the main floor of the of the inn. Um, there's a few locals who seem to be eating breakfast at a few of the tables, and you can see Ruby is um, behind the bar. Um, what would you like to do? I'll use my divine sense. Yes! Okay. Um, so what was it? Um, hey, fiend or celestial, undead. Yep, celestial. Celestial fiend or undead. I'm almost certain you won't pick up anything, but let me just double check. Uh, and whether or not they're good or evil. So do you, you only know if they're good or evil if they're a celestial fiend or undead, right? I think it's... Well, let me read it again. No, I want to no, be sure. No. It's, it's both. Yeah. Um, yeah, if they're evil, you I get like a noxious odor. Type. Yeah, so the presence of strong evil registers in your senses like a noxious odor, powerful good, rings like heavenly music. Um, until the end of your next turn, the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet, you know the type as well. Okay. Um... Any <clears throat> object or place that's been consecrated or desecrated. No, I would say um, you you don't detect anything. Not obviously evil? Damn. Or obviously good. All right. Well, maybe this well, is I mean, a does problem it, for does it, does it detect goodness? or yeah. um, Powerful good rings like heavenly it's... music. Yeah, okay, like, well, there's like, nobody yeah, who's... Flouncy words. Like... <clears throat> I guess there's nobody who I would say is strongly Either. evil or powerfully good in this tavern. Well, why resent that? We are all very average. Super gray area. <laughs> yeah. Fine, fine. Shall we take our cold meat and go? See if we can't find our wyvern hunter. Well, actually, it's a, it's a cold porridge in the mornings. Even better. Cold. Cold porridge, my favorite. Delicious. <laughs> oh, well, what did you do with the ooze from last night? Oh, I, uh, I just flushed it away. Flushed it? We have running yes, water here. Well, no, I just put it through the latrine. I mean, the did you, did the you the want it? it clean up upstairs? Well, no, there's one, uh, out back. Oh, out back, okay. Interesting. Mm, she a liar! <laughs> she a liar, liar <laughs> face! <laughs> right, out back, of course. Uh, leaning kind of obviously over the bar. Oh, you know, a breakfast drink would do me really well. Oh, hey, what does that trap door over there go to? <laughs> um, she kind of looks at you very, um, with her kind of brows far. Well, that leads to the cellar. Uh, well, why do you ask? Oh, hey, just curiosity, you know, wondering how the place is built. Astalda, can you make a perception check for me? <laughs> Come this on, is Astalda. My strong suit. Come on. Come on. Carry the party just like you paid for our rooms. That's yes. 21. Nice. 21. Um, Beautiful. Almost on cue. As soon as um, <clears throat> um, uh, Ish asked about the, the trap door, 
uh, behind the bar. There's a, a table with four patrons at it. Specifically, in fact, it was the table I mentioned last night where a candle was not lit. Um, and these four patrons are still sitting at this table, almost in the exact same position they were last night. And they all, all of their heads immediately snapped to looking at Ish <laughs> after he asked this question. But outside of that, they don't do anything else. But that you, you, if you notice it immediately when they do it. Uh, but nonetheless, um, Ruby says, well, that leads to the cellar, of course. Where all of our, you know, drinks and such are stored. Oh, do you have any whiskeys down there that might be uh, nice to warm us up on a, such a cool day before we go out and find our... Uh... I, I have whiskey behind the bar here. Oh, right, of course you do. Uh, Surely you have some fine uh, spirits and wines for, uh, you know, the less, the, the rarer occasions. Well, yeah, they're already out here. Hmm. So what do you have in the cellar? Well, more kegs of ale, wine barrels, things like that. Makes sense. Okay. Why I... are you so curious about my cellar? Hey, well, I just, you know, wonder. Oh, hey, look at Moby here. Look at him do a little dance on the bar. <laughs> and Moby's just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. He'd like to dance for his breakfast. Uh, it's okay. Uh, oh, it's all right, Moby. Good job. Good job, little bird. <clears throat> Uh, we'll have that whiskey, though, and uh, with the cold porridge. Certainly. And she prepares a, a small cup of whiskey and that she has. Glances all around. Look, she's being weird. <laughs> he downs it in we... one. Yeah, just <laughs> done. I think we are also being quite weird. Uh... Uh, well, I mean, have you seen Jerk? <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Definition of weird. There cracks a ridiculously large smile, kind of like his token, just like ha. Ah! <laughs> uh, Take my cold porridge to a table, sort of. Feel like we should be like doing just other, a bit across from you know. the from the four that. Sure. Um. So after the so what I would say is because I assume you'd been kind of keeping an eye on them after um yeah. the tension I guess came out of that conversation, they turned back and uh, continued conversing with one another. Do they look like normal travelers or? Um, so it seems to be that there's a, a scruffy human man, um, uh, an orc female, uh, a half orc male, and uh, a male dwarf with an elaborate beard that he seems to be grooming. Um, they, they look um, they look like locals, I, I suppose. Um, they don't look like adventurers or anything like that. Stalla, you, you seem to be eyeing up those four people over there. What what do you know about them? They uh, they took a great interest in our conversation when we were asking about the cellar. Really? Yeah, they looked a bit concerned. Hmm. Ish, we should keep an eye on them, I think. Ugh. I'm definitely getting some strange cult vibes from this place. Right! <laughs> it seems so weird. Uh, all right, but we do have a job to do, and it's going to take uh, the rest of the day to find this. Huh? Mm -hmm. Eat up on that porridge. Delicious, cold porridge. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, sure. we'll probably get on the road, huh? I can't. Okay, yeah, so you, you eat the cold porridge, which is about as delicious as it sounds. Um, so where is it? what is it you'd like to do next? Would you wish to set off, or...? Yeah, yeah, come on. 
feel like there's something here, but I <laughs> there's a there's a giant treasure trove under this have enough yet and okay. spend the rest of the day looking for it, but like we do have a job. If Ruby was the one who attacked me, I'm going to lose my new like it's <laughs> I'm gonna be so sad. <laughs> of course she was. I, I, I mean, at the moment, we are being blocked by a single bar on a trapdoor. Surely there is another way around this. Maybe we do a once-over outside? Yeah, I think we could have a look for See if there's a, like other a, entrances a, a to the cellar. A cellar door or something? Sure. Yeah. Um, right. So you guys, so you're leaving the inn, are you? And you want to take a, yeah. a circuit around the building. Like, elaborately wave. <clears throat> oh, we are leaving now. Going to go find Elamine Hemlock. <laughs> Thank you and the white wyvern, right? Uh, yes, of course. Well, good luck. <laughs> and so you all you all step outside. And um, <clears throat> do you want to make a, a group? Well, one of you can make a perception check at advantage as you are searching around the building. Ooh. Who's who's the most perceptive? <laughs> I think that might. Be I you. think it's me. I have a plus nine. Yeah. Go ahead and roll that at advantage, yeah. too. It's gonna be me. That is a okay, 20. Okay, a, a 20. A non-natural 20. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you complete a circuit off the, the inn itself, and um, the layout seems to match um, the buildings that were inside. There is a, a back door um, that you would assume leads into the, the kitchen room that you saw when you peered in last night. And there's also a latrine that's got a, got a small dirt path leading to it from the, the front door. Um, but as you pass by the latrine, um, you do catch a faint whiff of sulfur. And brimstone? Just sulfur. <laughs> uh, all right, I've got a whiff of something here. I'm going to go take a look at the latrine real quick. <laughs> oh, okay. I know, you, I know. You do you. Yep. It's all right. <laughs> Ish is going to investigate further. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I won't ask you to make another roll or anything like that, but as you as you look closely at the latrine, there definitely seems to be a source of sulfur coming from the, um, I guess, the hole. We'll no. Call it. Um, <laughs> no. As well as, as well as sort of the other uh, smells and things like that you would expect. To is find this, like, normal? And, like, in this world, is sulfur from a latrine normal? I wouldn't say so, no. Shh. Um, I peer into the hole with my dark vision DM. What do I see? <laughs> well, I wouldn't describe all the wonderful things you see. Perfect. Um, but it it seems to be just a a hole that that feeds underground. And um, listening closely, you do hear a distant sound of of running water. But there's no things waiting there was to grab no, you. There's no like, like exterior cellar door around the inn. Like a... No, nothing that you could see now. Come back out. It smells you like always look at your own shit. No, oh, <laughs> it's I, the smell. Ugh, this doesn't sound any better. It smells like sulfur. But normally latrines don't smell like sulfur, you know. Mm. Not sure what. what to I, know, I know. I know. Uh, I feel like my paranoia is getting the best of. Let's just, let's just go. I, I have put you through enough. Uh. Okay. <clears throat> so, 
um you set out on the the path east and i'll just kind of cut this short basically there's not too much to to see uh it is just a, a small path through um a snowy woodland uh we don't don't get hacked by anything and there's nothing that quite grabs your attention it's fairly uh mundane walk for for one night um and again i'll just kind of speak through this because there's i promise there's nothing to to see or, or find so you complete a, a a long rest and wake up the the next morning and, and set off but around about halfway through the day um and you can begin to see what you would assume to be monument peak in the distance um you can see there seems to be a number of ancient ruins um, that are crumbling around. They seem to be long abandoned uh, alongside the path. And all that's left is uh, kind of a certain number of crumbling stone walls um, and where buildings once stood. But outside of that, um, you can't see too much unless you wish to look inside the buildings. Huh? We should probably take a quick look around. If she uh, made camp here or something. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you can make an investigation check at advantage. Investigation. I have a four. Anyone else got a little bit better on that? I'm a solid zero. Hmm. Can always depend on you, Jark. Just a three. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go again. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um. Pretty good. Uh. So yeah. I'm looking around. You actually um inside one of the the ruined structures so again there's no roofs on these it's just um a few walls that have crumbled you can actually see what looks like there was a, a fire built um but it seems to be covered by a lot of snow um and the fire itself doesn't seem to have been lit um and looking around through the the snow covered ground um you actually eventually uncover a bedroll a backpack a warhammer with a faint magical aura and a steel shield it seems to be engraved with a dragon. Oh no. Uh, oh, and also actually, sorry, I should say, the the shield itself seems to have a certain amount of green ooze covered in red veins on it. See, this wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, Ish will hand the Warhammer over to Avi, the more magically inclined of this particular group, and then dig through the bag and see if there's any identifying uh, things in there. Do they have their passport up? Right. Is there a journal? Is there something that there's, says Dear there's, Diary? No, there's no, there's no, uh, objects of identification. Hold on one second, let me just double check what's inside it. Um, uh, so it contains five days of rations, a grappling hook, five pitons, and 200 gold pieces. Aye. Well, let's take the bag. Anything on that warhammer? Yeah, am I able to discern? Yeah, so just um, to say again, save us time here. It's a Warhammer plus one. Oh. Ooh. Just a, like just a, a powerful Warhammer uh, with a with a magical aura to it. This is definitely owned by someone powerful. I guess it's our uh, our quarry, the person we're after. Think so. I mean, the shield with the dragon. That, I suppose we did get a their... rather specific description of yeah, you steel did shield with elaborate <laughs> carving of dragon on front. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah. So she did make camp here, and now she is gone. Uh, I'm going to do a quick perimeter. See if I can't find some tracks. Sure. Um, I want to ask you to, to make another roll, Joel. You've already done pretty well enough. Um, so looking around, um, you don't really see any tracks or, or footprints or, or anything like that. Um, nothing you can easily spot anyway. We've got the ooze, no tracks, 
a fire that's uh, not been lit recently, and all of Elamine's stuff. What is with this ooze? Is this? Well, I imagine whatever the person was trying to do to Jark last night, maybe they did it successfully. Two days away from the town, though. You think they strike that quickly at two places? It doesn't sound like a cult. If a cult is, you know, a local cult to the area, maybe it's something a bit grander. This sound just only because Ish has been a monster hunter for a while. Does this just have any similarity to anything he might have hunted? The ooze no. thing, just yeah, it just feels so out of place. It, it, you, nothing stirs in your memories. Nothing you've, 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 you've probably even seen an, an ooze that you fought in a dungeon yeah. or something like that before, but never with these sort of red veins running through it. It's so odd. I have no way to track. Uh, she's gone. I, there's no trail. There's no sign of struggle. There's nothing. There's the ooze and her things. It's like she was uh, picked up and taken. I don't understand. It makes me happy that I fought off whatever this did to this poor woman. Aye, but now we are two days out from town. And the origination of another set of this ooze, uh, what will be left when we come back? Perhaps the white wyvern's also ooze, and we can collect our thousand gold at least. The white wyvern is a lie, is what I think. It is bait. Jark's like, whoa. <laughs> 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 Just blow his mind. It's bait for uh, idiots like us to head out here in the middle of nowhere for whatever creates this ooze to be captured or dealt with. Maybe we wait for it to come for us then. Well, at least we have knowledge of it. I feel like whatever is. Uh, causing this, we, it's going to come from the town, right? We have to, maybe we have to head back. Two days, Avi. Do we take the chance out here where we see the ooze again? Or two days back? Is there anything else at the innkeeper? At, is, is there anything else at Monument Peak apart from this wyvern? Is there a settlement or anything like that? Um, I believe Ruby said that there's a number of shrines to various gods right. at the top. So, so there's other people on this trail on a regular basis. Yeah. So we could look for other instances of ooze. I mean, I, I think there's no sense to, to turn back now. Obviously, we want to figure out what this ooze is. And yeah, if the White Wyvern is a is a, is a farce, then let's let's find... But the only way to go is to the shrines, right? That's the only obvious direction. I don't have a trail or track. We just go. East. Uh, just a note to anybody who needs a magical weapon. This seems like a pretty hefty warhammer. If if anyone, I don't know. Uh, I look at our paladin friend. If 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 you aren't using a magical weapon yet, I, I already have one. I wave my long sword in the air. Oh, lucky you. I just have my bird. <laughs> uh, I like your bird, though. It's a good bird. It is a pretty cool weapon. Uh, use it for the time being. If we find the owner, then you can give it Let's back. It. Sure. So yeah, um, it is a, a Warhammer plus one. No other magical effects on it, but um, that's it. 
So where are we off to now? Is it to Monument Peak or? I head towards the shrines. To the shrines. Okay, so yeah, from where you are, it is just about another half day's travel. Um, and it's mostly uphill. Um, you ascend the the slope um, and you begin to get a, a wider view of the, the surrounding area. Um, and I guess actually, I'll just quickly show you just where Brumendel is in Ormheim as you uh, take stock of your surroundings. So Brumendel is kind of slap bang right in the middle uh, on the map. Um, but nonetheless, you um, ascend to the, the top of the hill and you see a number of stone uh, simple shrines to various gods. Um, some are quite recognizable, um, but there doesn't seem to be a white wyvern. I, I, again, it's just going to want to look for a sign or trail or track of anyone that might have been here. Just signs of life. Sure, you can make uh, an investigation or a perception check. Sorry, actually, I was perception. this way. 26. 26, okay. Um, <clears throat> so you can see that, um, I mean, there hasn't been anyone up here recently, but just by looking at the kind of the, the states of upkeep on the shrines and um, this path itself, you can imagine probably has some footfall on it um, semi-regularly. Um, but there doesn't seem to be anyone Nothing recently. Recent, right, yeah. No. Um, Wyvern however, tracks? Thing, well, that's what I was going to say. Um, I assume that Ish would have, that they would have the capability of, of finding a monster's nest or a wyvern's nest or, or something like that. Look around, you see no signs of any type of creature. Uh, we've been given the runaround. There's nothing. Nothing at all. And now we're just cold. And yeah. two days out from town. Two days. Two and a half. Wasted. Thank you, Jark. <laughs> well, I don't want you getting your hopes up two days into the trek back if, you know, we're still another half day away. We need to go back. There's nothing up here to, uh, to do. No. We must confront these people in town. Ah. He is gone. There is this ooze and... I am frustrated with myself for not committing to breaking down that damn door last night. At least we're sure that Elamine is not around anymore. Well, let's get a move not on. Here anyway. And be quick, I suppose. Okay. Um. So, uh, you descend from Monument Peak <clears throat> and make your way back down, and you pass through the ruins. At this point, it is uh, pretty dark. Do you wish to make camp in the ruins? Specifically in the exact same spot that Elamine seemed to have camped? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so do you wish to find somewhere? I, I, I think we should... Yeah, I think we should, just in case and absolutely set a watch, right? Like, if we can mm -hmm. bait whatever these things are out, maybe that's good? Yes. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Okay. And I think that watch should specifically have a fire. <laughs> I I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. yeah okay. But she didn't light her fire. Right. So I think what we do is this. We bait it with fire. I can sit in the shadows some, you know, a bit a piece of ways. Uh, who's brave enough to sit by the fire while the other ones feign their sleep? You sit by the fire. Aye. Pull armor on. Be prepared. Always. New Warhammer at the ready? Fine, alright. We bait it with fire. It is clear they don't like it, whatever it. 
Fair. Maybe we so stoke that, it higher. Sorry. You know? Maybe you make it a big fire. Be nice to be warm for a change. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think we try and set a trap here of some okay. kind, Craig. So, sorry, is, sorry, can I just double check? Is the plan, Estalda is feigning sleep by the fire, and the three of you, what, are, are hiding amongst the, the ruins in the sort of surrounding forest, or...? Uh, we're just kind of having... My idea was Estalda, like, Two keeping, quote-unquote, watch, and then... And we all feign sleep. Avi, oh, okay, Jark sorry, feigning I misunderstood. Sleep, okay, and then so... Ish attempting to be stealthy elsewhere. Okay. Yes. So sorry, I just want to double check one more time. Astalda keeping watch, Jark and Avi feigning sleep, and Ish hiding out in a forest or, or the ruins or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Sure, yeah, you, you guys can do that. Um, Ish, do you want to make a, a stealth check? I absolutely do. And I want to make sure that the, the fire is nice and high before exiting okay. the radius sure. of, of the I light know. there. Oh, low roll for me, 13. 13. Okay. Um, well, you um, kind of cover yourself with some branches and, and so are you wanting to climb a tree or hide in a, one of the abandoned buildings? Or? Not, not like super far away. I don't want to be more than, you know, 10 feet away from the light's edge. So okay. whatever, wherever that puts me in like a, a good cover spot, but somewhere to be able to watch the fire and, you know, keep an, an ear out for the surroundings. Okay. So I'm just checking my thing. Okay. Um, right. But yeah, I definitely don't want to leave the group super far away, right? Okay. Um, so you all bed down for the evening, uh, or at least pretend to, um, with Ish um, hiding out. <clears throat> um, and Ish, why don't you make a perception check? Or, or, I mean, are you all keeping an eye out? What are you all doing? whilst this is happening. Well, Stalda is keeping watch, like, yeah. actually, yeah. right? Um, and I guess I, uh, Ish is from, you know, the side. Dark and Avi being the bait. Sleeping. Okay. Well, why don't Ish and Estalda make a perception check for me, then? All right, come on, Estalda. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> not one for Estalda, <laughs> but a non-natural 20 for Ish. Okay. Um, I'm just checking so, out my Warhammer. It's a really bright fire, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it's a yeah, really it's bright fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, around about an hour or so um, into the watch, um, as the sun has set, um, and the only light seems to be coming from um, the largely lit fire, Ish, you hear... Um, a voice within the woods and you hear the sounds of something moving uh, without there um the voice just says come out come out come out um is there anything you'd like to do uh panic on the inside uh and then okay. remind myself that i am a monster hunter this sounds like monsters are afoot um anything to do so, is it, so the voice is coming from the, the surrounding woods, is that what you said? Yeah, so, okay. yeah, so you're kind of just on the, the edge of this little abandoned hamlet. Right. And the voices seem to be coming from the woods, and I said, so you can hear some sort of creatures moving. Um, creatures? Yes. Shit. Uh, Rick. Oh. Okay. Um. Would like to 
take four arrows and place them point down in the snow uh, around me and okay. cast a spell called Cordon of Arrows that if any un other than my party anything approaches the camp the arrows they will fly out and strike at the targets okay so how close do they have to get to the the arrows before they're so, uh, attacked uh until spell ends within 30 feet of the ammunition uh for the first time on a turn or ends the turn there one piece of the ammo will fly up to strike it it will have to okay. make a deck save or take piercing damage um but yeah he just takes four and shoves them in the ground muttering this spell this is not good this is not good okay um so the rest of us are unaware right yes um can, can, so oh send moby to to astalda okay so arrows in moby flies to astalda and does a little this is a warning dance <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> uh, I guess make a perform make a performance check. Um, oh, with my with my little bird. Yeah, as, as for Moby. <laughs> Imagine like a Birds of Paradise thing. Yeah. Know, okay. As a charis. <laughs> oh God. Turns out Raven's not very charismatic. Oh, the Raven can mimic simple sounds it's heard, such as a person oh, whispering, right. maybe yeah, crying, yeah, or yeah. animal. Okay. Um. Okay. Warning! Warning! <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll roll for it anyways. Okay. That's an eight. Um, <laughs> it's a great sure. performance. Um, so Astala, I would say the performance itself doesn't carry what the warning is, but rather you just hear Moby saying warning to you. And I'll leave you to infer however you'd like what that might mean. It's the best I got right now. I'm gonna give the others a nudge. Uh. Yeah. Oh, I guess we would have noticed the bird as well, right? We are awake. Uh, yes. Yeah. You're you're pretending to sleep. Um, okay, so I'm I... going to carry on feigning feigning sleep, uh, but be on higher alert. I, I mean, you know, we know that was coming. I guess. Okay. We don't know what's coming, um, but... Yeah, I'm going to stand and look towards where where Ish is hiding. Okay. Um. So Ish. Um. At this point, the the sounds of these creatures seems to get a little bit closer. Um, and what was your perception? Sorry, it was a uh, twenty. Twenty. Um, so I would say you you actually see these creatures um, before they even get close to your uh, ammunition. <laughs> okay. Um, at first, it looks like um, a, a human, almost about the the size of a of a toddler, um, but kind of walking on their knees. Um, until looking closely, it seems to be some sort of um half-formed human why um, the <laughs> the the moonlight seems to to shine through uh oozing glistening body revealing uh floating bones and and limbs that jut out um as well as that you can kind of discern almost red veins that run uh within their bodies um and they kind of slowly slither and slide themselves across the the snowy ground towards um, the campfire um, and all the while they're saying come out uh, but as well as that you, you begin to hear voices within them saying their song is not ours so we uh, can uh, I hate it yeah okay <laughs> um, it... so can I I can't see anything at the moment I'm 
Uh, no, I'm afraid not. Can Estalda hear anything yet, or is it? Are they still um, quiet enough at the I would, edge? No, I mean Estalda did roll a nat one, so um, <laughs> I, I would say I would say you're ready for something after Isha's bird's warning, but um, you don't I, know what. You know, I think she'd be slowly making her way that sure that way, trying to. Ish has initiative here, Trust. right? Like they don't know where he's yeah, at you can, yet. You can. Yep. Yeah, you. In fact, why don't I just put us on to the battle? Yeah, I was gonna say. What do you mean? Ish is just gonna <laughs> do it. Um. So I think they're actually a little bit further back, just to stay out of range of your arrow. They're just kind of. They've just kind of entered your. Um. So I imagine you place the. I mean, do you want to draw where where you would play? Have placed well, yeah. Arrows? Where where do you think? Can you you ping for me where you would have set Ish up for this, and I'll just um, drop. Sorry, hold on. Little, little um, token action and and. I the... I imagine Ish because you said you wanted to stay within the the fire amongst yeah. this tree here. Okay. Um, uh yeah, so the the ammunition would be like right at their feet, um uh, which means they are just in range here. Yeah. So I think okay. as soon as they enter that range, one of the pieces of ammunition is going to fly up, go this direction, and then Ish is going to also fire with the arrow. Okay. Um, sure. So do you want to do the the spell ammo first? Yeah. So it's a dexterity saving throw uh, for right, the okay. creature, um, and then they will take damage from that. Is a spell save DC of uh, fourteen? Okay. Well, it's an, an eleven, so I assume that's a fail. Yes, it is. The uh, DC is fourteen. Uh, I'll take a D six of the piercing damage here, and then uh, we'll take five points of piercing damage, and then Ish will okay. fire at the same target. Okay. Um. A bit meta gaming. Do I have like advantage for surprising them or? Yeah, you've surprised them. Okay. They, they aren't. Yeah, you you do have advantage. Then I'm going to hit sharpshooter on this one. Uh, it'll be a 21 minus three, so an 18 to hit. Okay. Yeah. So that hits. Uh, so it'll be eight plus 10 for sharpshooter. It'll be 18 total points of okay, piercing so damage. With that shot, you kill the first one. Um, you fire off and you hit something vital inside it, and its entire form. Uh, spills into a puddle of ooze on the ground. Uh, do you want to do initiative now, or do I get my second attack? Yeah, you on can. This as you well. can take your second attack because yeah. you 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 still have your sort of whole surprise round. Okay. Now, so uh, firing on the next one in range, the the longbow again. Uh, it'll be. It's not at advantage this time because I'm not hidden anymore. So it'll be a seven. Okay. Uh, so a seven misses. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, and then we'll yell out. Uh, they're coming. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that will um, roll initiative. And Yay! We're doing it. We're doing the Dungeons and Dragons thing. <laughs> oh, I also rolled a twelve. Wait, I also what is all of these twelves? <laughs> Lovely. Oh, what in the world? Had to ruin it. Had to ruin it. All right. So let me just roll for them. Oh, don't like that 17, Greg. Can you re-roll that one for yeah, me? Yeah, you want to, like, <laughs> put that away? There we go. Uh, okay, so... Um, okay, so this one gets to me first. So um, it just continues to... Um, slide fan, it's going to use its dash um, and close the gap towards you. And now, um, as it gets close to the fireplace, you can see its entire body illuminated, and it, you can just see these limbs forming and the insides kind of, they're almost transparent and see-through. Um, and all the while, this creature is speaking in this weird sing-song voice as it gets closer to you. Uh, but that ends its turn. 
Uh, Avi, it's your go. Uh, okay. Um, so I, I guess I haven't seen anything yet. Um, but I will fly out the the other side. So yeah, I use my um, my bonus action to give myself flying speed. Okay. Uh, Thirty feet. Uh, so then I I can see this guy in the tree next to me. Um, so I will attack it with an Eldritch Blast. Okay. Uh, sorry. Classic first, warlock. First time warlock, so I'm just trying to remember how this all works. Uh, it's an attack to hit, right? Uh, yep. In your attacks and spellcasting box. It didn't add it for some reason yesterday. So what to do is just um. Just roll. I guess yeah, just roll a d20 and then we'll add eight to it because that's what your spell attack is. So 18, 18 hits. Um, and if you roll the damage. No, sorry, that's a ten, right? One d20 plus eight. Oh, you already. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, so sorry, ten. Yeah, so a ten misses, I'm afraid. Should have taken the the hit, man. I know you shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you want to roll again. Uh, okay, so eighteen that time that hits. Uh, you want to roll the damage. Uh, 18 um, Okay, yeah, so um, with that you fire off a blast and just turn this thing into a splat um, as it is completely blown apart um, in front of you um, Anything else? Uh, no, I'm just going to stay here in the air hovering Okay uh, So um, who's got the highest deck? So these guys have a plus 3 um, I am only plus 2 uh, plus four. Okay, so, and Estalda, what is your dexterity? Okay, and what was yours, Jark? Plus, plus two. two. Well, that worked out perfectly. We've got a four, three, two, and one. Okay, so Ish, it's your go first. Uh, yeah. So at the top of of the turn, the second of four of the cordon of arrows goes off. Okay. Um, and so it's another deck save, right? Yeah, it'll be another deck save. DC fourteen. And that's a six. A six. So they'll take a D six worth of damage here for another five. Uh, okay. And then Ish is just going to fire down the line here uh, with the longbow. I think um, go ahead and cast Hunter's Mark on on this one here with the bonus action grabbing at the uh, uh, the bones and teeth around their neck and then firing off uh, a couple of shots here. I do longbow. love the snail of Hunter's Mark. Yeah, right? The classic. Uh, it'll be... Uh, Oh, Hunter's Mark is, doesn't add. Uh, so it'll be a 22 to hit. Don't count uh, 20, the six there. Sure. Uh, 22 hits. Uh, for six piercing damage plus a d6 for Hunter's Mark for another six, so 12 total on the first shot. Okay. Uh, and then if it's still up, the second one here, it'll be a 10 to hit, which is a natural one. Okay. That's going to miss. That's a miss, yeah. So your first arrow uh, fires and... Uh, impacts the creature blowing off chunks of its oozing body um, and the second arrow just goes wide uh, other than that probably just back up okay, uh, the cord of up. arrows maintains in that location and it will still do its thing uh, but we'll just back up to the, the side of the wall here okay uh, so the next one um, these guys are not fast so this one will dash uh, and slither quickly towards you Astalda, but that ends its turn uh, Jark, what would you like to do? 
Aha, you've become within melee. Uh, one thing you'd notice is Jerk, Jerk's happy-go-lucky demeanor definitely changes in combat. He seems a lot more, like, regimented, I guess the right word would be. Uh, so yeah, Jerk's gonna, Jerk's gonna try to step around kind of these broken walls in Estelda, uh, and seeing this oozing, gross figure, I'm going to take a big, meaty swing with my longsword. Okay. Whack. Twelve. Come on. Um, a twelve <laughs> misses, I'm afraid. All right, second attack. Let's go. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen hits. Nice. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah. God. Jerk, you're the best. Uh, I'm going to attack it. Damage. Twelve uh, slashing that, damage. That's enough. So you swing your sword through, and almost as soon as you part its flesh, it just, again, dissolves into a, a puddle. Um, reminiscent of the puddle you saw last night. Um, oh. Or, I sorry, not last night. Sorry, a few nights ago. Ho, ho, ho. I hope that this doesn't affect anything with my sword, and he's just going to try to wipe it off in the snow. <laughs> sure. Uh, anything else, Jark? That's it for me. That's it for you and Astalda. Um, seeing them go down quite easily, I think she's just going to... She's going to run forward a bit. Uh, uh, she's going to cast Bless, I think. Okay. Uh, the three others. Okay. And then she's going to run forward. To the front. Sure. With Warhammer. And just be like, come, come get us. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the next one. Uh, I mean, I think they still have to dash. Yeah, so um, it dashes um, and, and comes to a halt here. Um, the next one um oh finally it can get in range okay so it uses all this movement to get next to you and it will make an attack against you um with its oozy limbs uh, so that's a 19. there's a 19 hit yes uh so from that you take um six bludgeoning damage and uh two psychic damage as i almost feel your memory is being pulled out of yourself as it as it attacks you and hits you, um, and for a second your your mind goes blank um, before you quickly catch yourself and remember who and where you are. Um, but that ends its turn. Um, this one's dead. Avi, it's your go. Or sorry, do you have arrows to fire at me, Joel? Uh, yeah. So there are two left. Uh, so one of them will just go to the closest target here. Okay. Uh, so another deck save. That's a seven. Yep. They aren't very dexterous, are they? Uh, well, actually, they are. They're, well, they're not the point six. Okay. Um, okay. Avi. Sorry, just check checking on. Not muted. Uh, okay, I will just. Uh, I think I'm still in range of this guy, so I'm just gonna attack the one to the right uh, again. Just a. Uh, so Ooh, natural 20. Okay. Uh, See so yeah, how that hits if you want to roll the damage and double the die. Uh, and that's max damage, so it's 28 damage. Okay. Um. So sorry, which one was it? The left one or the right one? The right one. The right one. Okay, so yeah, with the uh, shot, you again completely blow it apart. Its, it's body almost explodes and 
ooze uh, splatters out, some of it coating Estalda um, across the snowy ground. Um, okay. So that one's dead. Go for the other one as well. Okay. Uh, and that one, okay. Peaks and troughs. Yeah, um, exactly. Anything else? Uh, no, I'll stay put. Okay. Just keeping an eye out behind uh, for anything that's coming out of the woods. In the, if there's any woods in the other direction. Sure. Ish. Uh, yeah, last target. Fire off a couple of arrows. Hope uh, hope it comes to fruition here. That'll be a 21 on the first. That's a hit. For seven. Okay. Uh, and I believe that one still has Hunter's Mark on it. Oh, no, that I would move Hunter's Mark. Uh, okay, that one. sure. And then for so an nine, total. nine total. Uh, it's still up. So again, 19. That's it. That's enough. Nine and hunters. Okay, so you fire off two quick arrows, uh, piercing the creature, and again, this one collapses under its mass into a, a puddle of ooze before you, uh, and it seems to die in some way. Um, and looking around, uh, within the forest, there doesn't seem to be anything else out there. Um, seems like you managed to kill whatever these creatures were. Oh, that was surprisingly easy. It, yeah. This was what I was attacked by. I, I'm, I'm concerned that there's going to be an army of them or something. I mean. I mean, Chuck, does this look like the what you saw in that room? I I didn't really catch a good glimpse. I can't really see well in the dark, but this definitely is the same ooze that I'm kind of poking with my sword on the ground and in the snow. Okay. I just. I... I can't. I cannot see how Elmind was taken down by these these things, uh, unless they got her while she was sleeping. But uh, I, you know, there's there's a reason why the the villagers are following the commands of these creatures or working alongside them. I cannot tell. So I guess my question to the party is: Do we continue home now, or do we try to sleep the night away? to to you know, travel in the day. I mean, are we going to sit here all night and be attacked by these things? Are there more of them, or do we... I don't know, Craig. Are we going to be attacked now? <laughs> 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 uh, I, I guess we try to get a night's rest. Uh, we need to sleep at some point, right? I just hope that the townsfolk haven't become suspicious of us. Uh, we've been pretty suspicious, to be fair. Agreed. <laughs> I generally attract suspicion, anyway. Agreed. So sleep and have a watch. I think so. Already asleep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> sure. Jark just drops down where he was standing <laughs> asleep. Um, yeah, so um, we'll just breeze through this. So um, nothing attacks you in the middle of the night. Whatever those ooze creatures were, that seems to have been all that were uh, attacking you. Uh, you wake up the next morning, long rest completed. Um, and seeing the, the ooze in the cold light of day um, definitely is the same style of green ooze with kind of red veins running through it that uh, Jark woke up next to. Um, but unless you wake, the, the morning has arisen, what would you like to do? Have a Let's look boogie. at the bodies. Look at the ooze and sure. then yeah, head I mean, back, so, you know? Like, do the, they all, are they all, like, different? Do they kind of look like villages that have been attacked, or...? 
Um, so, I mean, there's no discernible shape left in the bodies. It is just this pile of, of ooze with, with veins oh, in right. it. Um, one thing that strikes you as odd, though... In fact, make an intelligence check here, Estalda. Just a flat <laughs> intelligence check. <laughs> four? A four. Okay. Uh, no, there's nothing that strikes you as odd other than it being the strange ooze. More, more of the same. Yes, we, uh, the answers we have are in the village. We have to go back. Uh, yeah, let's go. Quickly. Let us go speak to the innkeeper again. Okay. Ooh, days walk. Later. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so we'll just fast travel this bit. Um, two days pass as you guys travel through the the snowy woods and, and paths, uh, returning to Brumendel. Um, and you arrive right about the the afternoon or um and make your way back into town so what would you like to do how do we approach this um we go in all guns blazing whatever whatever those are uh or um... i worry that the whole town is involved <laughs> uh yeah i mean we you said astaldo there were some people watching us when we asked about the trapdoor right uh yeah I don't want to have to hurt Armand or Gisela. It's not like we can we can go in and say, "Oh yeah, we killed the wyvern." Maybe maybe we check in with them. Maybe they know something about this. If they give us some resistance idea. about it, then uh perhaps they're ill. That's a good idea. Casting their mind back. Ish remember any fire in their home? Candles or otherwise. They did bring no, tea. Um, magically. Well, specifically, she did. Um, Zella did say that she used uh, magic to warm the tea. Um, no but fire. you didn't see any any lit candles or anything like that uh, within it within the apothecaries. We can check with them, <laughs> but uh, I think they might be in on it. You you inside checked her right when she was being polite. Uh, to see if the tea was poisoned or not. Oh, okay, okay. And being I mean, very I, polite, I, but, uh, you know. We also have the curio shop we've never visited. I don't think it's time for shopping, too. Jark. I think... All right, I have a plan. Ready? I have this ability where I can uh, sense the truth in a more specific capacity than just, you know, getting a feel for things. I just need to get them in a room and cast a spell. It is not torture, I assure you. <laughs> Good caveat I mean, to add. At, at, at this point, they've just baited us into a trap in the middle of the mountains. I, I don't really care <laughs> if we torture them or not. <laughs> I can get them in a zone of truth. Wow. It's the best we have. I think it's a good idea. Now, do we do it on the innkeeper, or do we do it for uh, the apothecary? The innkeeper, there's more danger, right, with the additional patrons. Whereas Assuming the that they're still there. It's been five days. Oh my god, that's right, we've been gone for so long. Alright, let's go check in. Where are we going to the inn? Let's go, I, we should just probably go to the inn and see if anyone's alive. They're not expecting okay. us back, right? Wait, is, uh, the, is there are there people walking around town? 
Does yes. it look like it's about the same? It looks roughly the same, yeah. Right. Is, is everybody looking at us with fixed glances as we walk past? Like, is their heads turned to follow us? Not really, like no. I mean, some of them give you a, a good a good afternoon uh, or a simple greeting so as nice. you pass by. Um, but there's, really nothing nice. <laughs> there's nothing that seems to indicate that they're harboring deep resentment or, or anything like that. Here they come back. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll go to the inn. Grab sure. a table. Um, so you enter once again. Um, so just two things to note. Um, the group that Estalda pointed out is still sitting at their table in the exact same layout and position um, as they were before. Um, almost as if they haven't moved. Um, <laughs> and Ruby is once again behind the bar, and, and as you, you enter, um, she looks up and says, Ah, greetings to you all. Did you deal with a wyvern? Have you come to claim your reward? So she doesn't look surprised to see us. Well, that you can tell. Um, Ruby, I... You look so wonderful today. I, um, <laughs> we just have some concerns. It's, uh, it's been a very interesting uh, few days. Uh, I would like to cast Zone of Truth. Okay. Um, can you, can I, I've, I've never seen that spell casting him. Can you give me the text for it, Joel? Give me yeah. one second. So, Zone of Truth, a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15-foot radius centered on a point of choice. I'm just going to choose the bar, right, like myself as we sit there. Um, until it ends, a creature that enters the area for the first time on, this, on a turn or starts its turn must make a charisma save. On a failed save, can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. Uh, Ish will know who's succeeded and who's failed. Okay. Sure, yep. Okay. The only other question I have, does it have, is it of like, I, I mean, when you say zone of truth, I'm imagining this like golden zone that appears, but is it actually visible to uh, anyone? I don't I, think it doesn't say anything it, it about is, that. It is right? not necessarily visible, but the the casting of the the, the spell is verbal. Any Ish does have to make like hand movements to cast okay. said spell, so um, it is obvious that there's could, a spell being cast. I guess what you, I would say is you can do a sleight of hand check if you want to make it subtle. Oh, um, oh sh. I mean, yeah, I want to try. You're gonna give me the opportunity to. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just. Uh, it's up to you. You don't have to be subtle. You will <laughs> speak the truth to me. It is a 16. Uh, 16. Okay, so you uh, keep your hands underneath the bar so that none of the patrons can see you, but you um, cast this spell uh, centered on Ruby. Um, now, my question is, Ruby moves up and down the bar as she's kind of serving drinks. Talking. About, would you want to capture any of the locals? Um, I wouldn't say you're close enough to hit Ruby and the four that you're suspicious of, um, if that makes sense. I mean, um, yeah, if I, if I can catch them, I'm going to catch them. Well, so it would just be some regular locals. Um, yeah. Is, is who it would be. Okay. Sure. Um, so I'm going to do three charisma checks. Um, uh, Jark, Estalda, Avi. They yeah, all, you all want to make me a little charisma save here? <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Speak the truth. Jeez, okay. Um, just I actually to... have night terrors. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, one Not second. Funny. I'm just checking. Uh -huh. uh, I, I look at Avi and I look at Estalda. Oh, okay, fine. I see how it is. <laughs> Dark too. Oh, you you Jesus. all I save. Always, okay. I always speak the um, truth. Okay. I lie so, whatever the hell I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I'll do is just in the interest of transparency. So the two locals. Um, so the one on the far right at the end of the bar. And um, this is his charisma save. So it's just a flat d20 for him. Um, so he fails. 
but he knows he fails. Um, the one to the left of him also fails. And... Ruby uses a legendary Ruby. action. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm waiting I'm, for I'm it. Gonna, I'm absolutely <laughs> waiting for it. Imagine. Um, no, I'm not going to uh, say. Okay, well, luckily the dice saved me a bit because she rolls an 18. Um, now, what's your spell save? Uh, four, it 14. is 14. 14. And she does she know um, when she saves? So it says, I know. Um, okay. You know whether each creature succeeds or fails in the saving throw. Affected creature is aware of the spell and can avoid answering questions it would normally okay. respond with a lie. I would think she only is aware of it if it takes, if it affects her then, right? That's what it seems to. Uh, any of, an affected creature is aware of the spell. But she is unaffected, uh, would you say? I, for me, they're in the zone, right? Yeah. So that yeah, is, so that I, is affected. I feel like um, she would know it. So, okay, so yeah, you, you do this. And the two locals, and um, one of them was sipping on a on an ale, kind of coughs and splutters as he kind of almost realizes wh what's it. What was that about? What? And Ruby kind of looks up and um. I just have a few questions, and I really need some honest answers. Well, friend, we're not. I don't know what your deal is here. Like I was the asking, deal have is, you? We went out into the wilderness and did not find our friend, but we found more of this ooze. This ooze that you seem so. Uh, easily able to handle and you you feel like it feels like you've known about it you walk around at night without being able to see anything easily as you walk about in the daytime what are you who are you now hang on i don't know what you're talking about with this ooze or i mean i cleaned it up point but... at one of the ones that can't lie right now answer me okay uh, he he kind of looks shocked and he says i, I don't know Ruby Why are you like afraid fire? of fire? Ruby doesn't let us. We, I, don't, I don't argue. She serves the drinks. Not even the candle. <laughs> that, that, that's enough. That's all we're allowed. Mm. There is something I going on, on here. I thought it's damned on, but I, I can't. I can't. I mean, if I want something to eat or drink, who am I to argue? Right, Ruby, what is going on here? Where is our contact? Why do you? Why are you so okay with this ooze? I'm not okay with it, but what, what do you want me to do? I don't know where Elamine is. Friends, I could use a little bit of help here. I'm going to have to start twisting some arms. I think, I think you should leave. You don't seem to have dealt with the white wyvern, and I'll be honest, friend, I'm not too happy with the way there you're There is no with. white wyvern. Well, what makes you say that? So you didn't find it? Perhaps no. you should have looked harder. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. I am the best tracker this side of the ocean. You will find no better. There is no wyvern. Now, there's definitely something out there, and uh, it's on you if you couldn't find it. Uh, so at this point, I will say the the four patrons um, at the table have stood up um, and began to move closer to the bar, whereas Ruby herself seems to be backing up closer to the, the trap door. Um, what would you like to do? Is there, is there anything you'd like to do or just want to continue to see how it plays out? Look over at Jerk. Grab her! Jerk <laughs> <laughs> can I see the, the opportunity. Can I see the trap door? Sure. Yeah, you, you can see the trap door. So, Jar, so, well, so what would you like? Are you wanting to do something, um, Avi? I would like... I mean, you, 
you grabbed this this woman at this point, Jark, or, or not? Well, we'll we'll come to that. Are you wanting to do something before that happens, or are you wanting to see if Jark can grab her? I kind of want to Eldritch Blast the trapdoor. Okay. Um, so I mean, it's a trapdoor. It's not it's not a hard target to hit. <laughs> um, so you you can do that um if you want to jark do you want to make a was that a strength check it's a contested strength check because as you as you try and grapple her she will try and, and shove you off um strength it is i guess so um she rolls a nine i roll a 14. um okay so you roll a 14 so you, you do grab her and as you um close in and kind of reach across the bar and, and grab hold of her um almost as soon as you squeeze you you, you get a strong smell of sulfur um, as her breath kind of hits you in the face, as she kind of tries to to shove you off, says, "What are you doing? Someone help!" Um, so at this point, Avi, are you wanting to shoot the trap door, or yes. you hanging fire? Okay, so you Eldritch blast the the trap door. I mean, I, like I said, I won't ask you to roll. You you blow it apart, um, and it, there's it reveals a a ladder that heads underneath the bar. Um, so at this point, I mean, there's a few things different, a few different things happening at once. Um, the four patrons um, have stood up and are moving closer to you. Um, the other sort of locals around the bar seem to be backing off. Um, is there anything you guys would like to do now? Uh, I'm turning round to the four patrons and just saying, stay back, stay out of this, or we don't want anyone to get hurt. We just want to know what's going on. I'd like to, uh, like to yell at Ruby. What are you hiding? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jark, she puts her lips very close to your ears and whispers, we have so many miracles to share. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she actually completely dissolves into a puddle um, at your feet um, before you. Um, the four patrons standing to the right also immediately drop into a puddle. No! Uh, ah! I knew it! We've spent five days out there! Didn't need to do any of that. Ah! <laughs> we must go below. Ah! I don't understand. Into the cellar! What, what, what is the reaction of the patrons that aren't... At this point, most of them are completely shocked. A few of them are like, what have you done? What happened to Ruby? No, we didn't do anything. This is something for us to figure out. Please, leave the inn. It is not safe here. Oh my god. At, at this point, they're all kind of kind of backing out and, and leaving. Um, so, uh, none of them seem to be moving hostile. I think they're all just a bit uh, frightened of what they've seen. Yeah. Um, so, what would you guys like to do? Down the, the rabbit hole. The door, the door is open. <laughs> the door is okay. open. <laughs> Oh. What is down there? Cat attack. A cat. <laughs> uh, it's not a cat. Um, but you guys uh, climb down the ladder. Um, and, uh, well, who'd be first? Uh, I mean, I Lost. think I have dark vision. I so maybe Estaldo or I? Yeah, I'm straight down. All right. Okay. Um, Estaldo and Ish, why don't you make a perception check as you guys begin to climb down the ladder? Uh, so Astalda, um, Astalda, I would say the only thing you notice as you begin to descend is 
the the smell of sulfur is almost overpoweringly strong in the cellar to the point where it catches in your throat and almost makes you gag ish you obviously and in fact i would say you all know it's the same as you yeah. begin to move down but ish um looking deeper into the cellar you can see that there's um a number of barrels and wine casks laid out and, and set up um and you see a large glistening looming shape far off into the into what would be the opposite corner so you guys are essentially entering the top right or top left sorry off the cellar um something large is moving in the bottom right and in fact it seems to be getting smaller and smaller um as you are descending um i'll give you the opportunity to to use an action here if you would like to target this large shape whatever it is like to do yeah uh uh my camera was so weird i fixed that um very large on my screen. Yeah, I, it zoomed in. I didn't. I like clicked over to my my character right, sheet. So typical and it did Joel that. wanting to be wanting to be the center of the action. I, I don't know what just happened. That was so weird. Uh, I think can that I... happened in Avernus. Did it? Well, with oh. me, my my, my my screen just kind of zoomed in. It That's so yeah. I'll have to, I, I want to do something and then I'll figure it out. Uh, can I uh 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 focus my ire on him and on the thing and Slayer's prey? Uh. It's 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 an additional thing, sort of like Hunter's Mark, and point it up. Be like, ah, there is a monster over there. It's so sorry. I'm not sure what Slayer's Prey does. Um, could you give me the details? Uh, so Slayer's Prey is is a mark similar to Hunter's Mark, which would allow additional damage uh, one time per turn on hit. Uh, and it just kind of marks them as okay, uh, similarly to Hunter's Mark, but it's not a spell. Okay, uh, so yeah, you mark it um, as you begin begin to to climb down under or down the ladder, um, but the shape begins to get smaller and smaller until you kind of hear a <laughs> oh, not the cough, that was <laughs> that kind of makes like a slurping noise. It makes a um, slurp. Yeah, um, before you kind of lose sight of it. Um, it is gone. Where did it go? Did it dissolve into the floor? Did it did it drain itself out of the room? What? Uh, oh, there's, there's no light source down here, right? No, it's it's completely dark. Okay, at least you can't see anything. So, uh, <laughs> light a torch. <laughs> yeah, okay, I light a torch. <laughs> sure. So you you light a torch in it. Um, it reveals this room again. It's filled with with kegs and barrels and, and crates and things like that. And you make your way over to where you saw this large shape disappear. Um, and there seems to be a, a grate in the floor um, that's covered in more of more of this ooze and uh, slime, um, and you would assume that's where the creature uh, went into. Um, but it's not that big. It's not big enough for you to to fit in it. There's bar metal bars that run across it. It's almost like a like a sewer grate, I guess. Ish. Uh. Didn't you hear running water at the latrine? Maybe this all connects together. Would make sense. It all smells like sulfur as well. I feel very large for some reason. My face is huge. Uh, <laughs> is there a way to get the grate off? We could try to pry it. But I don't think we're gonna fit. Can I Eldritch blast it again? <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, you can. You can blow apart the grate, and and looking down, it it is sort of a a carved tunnel. Um, that that leads down, but it's not big enough for for someone to fit into. Moby, have a look. Can you see in the dark? Oh, no. 
Don't put the bird in the hole. Uh, Moby, unfortunately, <laughs> cannot see in the dark. Not an ability. That... How bird, big but... was the hole in the in the in the latrine? <laughs> oh, don't ask us to go down there. <laughs> it might be the only option, though. Oh. But it's running. It's it's running water, right? Uh, you know, we have to go to the to the to where the water is going. That's where the these things have fled to. Maybe it came out the latrine. Maybe we don't need to go in. <laughs> also possible. I hope so, because I don't want to go swimming. I'll have a solution for this. I'm sorry. It's a okay. So we have a running water underneath the inn that goes go underneath the latrine. the latrine as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have to head up and go to the latrine. It's the only other uh, source we can we can check. All right, let's go. Okay, so yeah, I'll just make a quick. You guys, you guys ascend past the the inn and make your way out the back to the to the latrine. There's no creature that's popped out there or anything like that. And looking down, you won't be able to squeeze through the the hole here either. If that's what your plan was. Do we know yeah. where the water source goes? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think you guys have, have been told that. So, but we saw it's... a river running through the through the village, right? There is. Yeah. Running water would make sense. Javier might be onto something. Shall we check the river for pipe holes? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's go see yeah. where it exits. Okay. Um, so as you guys kind of pass out from behind the the inn, um, you see several locals are sort of congregated in, in front of the uh, the inn. And in fact, you see um, the only one you kind of recognize is Gisela, uh, who seems to have a, a tear streaked face as she's um kind of begging others to uh, explain where Armand is um and they seem to be shaking their heads now are you guys wanting to get close to the locals are you wanting to steer clear of them I mean Armand is gone oh no she was she was very suspicious of uh, she was very uh cautious with Armand when we were talking with her in the in the apothecary no she kept on looking at him maybe she knows more than she she said May as well check. It's a good thing. Good she thing may, to check. She may know where the water goes as well. Let's go ask, I guess. Uh, nothing to see here. Uh, no, do not worry. <laughs> so it I, is all I under control. The, the, the locals say, that's them. That's who did it. Wow. Um, oh, what, what, do you, what the? <laughs> Gisela kind of just stomps up to you and, and says, where is he? What have you done? Thing. We did not do anything. Uh, we are trying to figure out the ooze problem. Do you have any idea where the latrine happens to uh, deposit out into the running water? Um, <clears throat> you can make a persuasion check here. <laughs> not good at this. <laughs> can, can I? Can I help? <laughs> yeah, you can help. You can have an advantage on it. Oh, good. Can I, I could roll separately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do everyone like you either Joel could do it. No, he's good. He's got a 23 his persuading aura. Okay Okay, um so um as you're gonna speak to her and um she she Looks at you all and says They run under the town, but There's a river to the north that you could 
enter through. But what's happened? I, th- I think maybe maybe the uh, the town has been in, in in infested with some other beings that have taken on the the forms of your former villagers, including your husband. I assume. I'm so sorry. at that point, her her eyes kind of open, and she says, "I knew there was something wrong with them. He wasn't himself. But I didn't think something like this." I'm very sorry, but we must save the rest of the villagers. And actually, just kind of kind of nods and and stands back mutely. Um, what would you guys like to do? Can we head to the, the river? Sure. Um, so. Um, you guys head out of town and, and head to the north where um, you follow the, the trail of the river and it seems to lead to a, a cave that um, passes underneath the town. Um, you guys walk along the the river um, and um, so you enter the underground cave and the, the air is frigid and cold and a strong smell of sulfur is carried by the breeze that um, passes through. The uh, river seems to extend and, and head further uh, into this cave underground, which I assume you guys follow. Yeah, we hear um, Okay. Um, so, as you um, enter this sort of underground cave, can I get one of you to make a perception check, please? Uh, that is Ish's specialty. We're going to go ahead okay. and just do that. Okay, 27. Okay. Uh, Ish. Um, surveying your surroundings, looking up, you immediately see the ceiling is covered in about 50 or so of these similar creatures to the ones that attacked you um, uh, outside of town in the in the ruins. 50? Um, yes, 50. but they seem completely still um, and just hang from the ceiling. Uh, do be careful. They are very still, but there are 50 of them above us. Will not make any sudden moves. Can you help us be more quiet, maybe? If you think it's a good uh, idea. No, 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 no. And he'll do the same thing, uh, and grab the, the bone necklace, summon the shadows again. Okay. That's without a trace. Sure. Um, so, uh, do you want to all make a stealth check, or? It's a good plan. <laughs> God damn it, jerk. Okay. With what? <laughs> so Estella actually Ooh. just has is just flat rolls her her stealth yeah, because yeah. she has a, okay, a magic item, and, and I so, don't. Um. So I mean, the lowest you got was a was a twenty five. Um. With pass that trace. So, well. Um. Okay. Okay. So Jark, you go at you a got that one. So. Sorry, my bad. Um. So yeah, Jark, you splash through. Um, the cold river um, taking no uh, worries about waking up the creatures above you uh, but nonetheless it doesn't seem to disturb them and you pass um, pass underneath them trace. yeah pass without a trace exactly um, so the river continues to run through the cavern um, but appears to come to an area where it runs around a corner um, and all the while as you've been traveling along the smell of sulfur um, seems to be getting stronger and stronger um, and you get the sense that um, whatever is the source of the smell is around this corner gross be ready uh, uh, bow out ready to go 
Okay. Okay. No, I'm gonna this... do, do my flying thing. Sure. Okay. Um. <clears throat> sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna give them a bit of a rousing. A rousing. Speech. Okay. How would you like to do yeah. that, Esmeralda? Uh. Okay. Think of all those villagers up there. They need us right now. I know this isn't what we came here to do, but whatever's around that corner, we can fight it. For Elmind. Yeah. Right. And for Moby. For gold. <laughs> okay. Um, so, turning the corner, you see a large open cavern. And within it are two huge glistening oozes. One is bright red, and the other is blood red. Their shapes quiver and move, and faces peer, appear inside them, locked in silent screams pressing against the edges of their bodies. Slimy tendrils gyrate and flow across them as their bodies shift, and humanoid limbs are formed and disappear within their mass. And standing before them are a group of humanoids, many of which you recognize. There's Ruby and Armand, the four patrons of the inn, um, as well as that, you see a drow warrior and a red-haired half-elf resembling the description of Elamine Hemlock. However, you also notice thick, slimy tendrils connecting them to the oozes. And as you round the corner, um, a voice um, calls out in your mind that just says, We hear your thoughts, and they rage for your people you believe dead. But they are not. They sing in our symphony of life, and we offer the chance to join us. And we'll roll initiative. Yeah, I, was gonna, I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, so I was um, using my inspiring leader feat, by the way, to give us um, everyone eleven temporary hit points. Oh, nice! Oh, nice. So I'll move you guys onto the battle map, oh, and you should be able to see. Um, there's a battle going on. Oh my <laughs> god! So. Um, oh, just so you that. guys understand, these things are a little bit different in the when. So there's two different creatures here, and when it's their turn, the other creatures they control will also move. Um, and you can tell which creature controls them based on the colors of the handy little dots I've added them. Um, That's right. Nice. But nonetheless, if you guys want to roll your initiative, um, and oh, yeah, you guys are any from the the west there. Um, and hopefully this doesn't take too long, because I'm aware, Joel, that we're on we're on a time-sensitive well, little thing I'm here. I'm sorry. The word. Derek rolled a five. That's a twenty. Uh, I rolled another one, which is a good thing, because I just need two minutes. Okay. Um, right. Sorry. Uh, duh, duh, sixteen and twelve. We have eleven temp. I nice. I don't remember ever rolling a good initiative, like ever. Ever. <laughs> it never happens. Okay, yeah. um, so, um, why don't I switch on to the mal music, and Ish, you get to act first here. Uh, have at you, green beastie! Uh, bonus action, uh, hunter's mark on the, on the green beastie. Okay. Uh, and then fi firing, just, just longbow action. We will okay. not join you! That's a natural 20 on the first and a 23 on the, or 25 on the second. Okay, both hit. Uh, it'll be 10, 15, 16 for the first. 
Uh, and then eight for the second, so 24 total. 24 total, okay. Uh, and then kind of just move up towards the, uh, the pillar here and take some cover behind it. Okay. So my little green friend gets to go first here. Um, so um, uh, the one resembling Elamine will move towards you-ish and she will swing with her sword. Oh, uh, wait, we were supposed to be friends. <laughs> wait, you were supposed uh, to have a Warhammer. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I meant Warhammer. Sorry, it's a sword on the sheet. My, my, you're wait, right. Wait, how do you right, have John. the Warhammer yeah, when Estalda has it? I have Warhammer. Oh my God, she has a second Warhammer. <laughs> she has two <laughs> Warhammers. <laughs> it is a sword, it's a sword. Shut up, it's a sword. And she rolled a 24 anyway, so get fucked. Um, <laughs> Whoa. So that deals five slashing damage, unfortunately, uh, with the first attack and her second attack is a 19. And um, that's still going to hit. Okay, and from that, you only take uh, four slashing damage. Oh, good thing um, I still have temporary hit points remaining. The drow will also move towards you, um, and he will swing out with his sword. Um, so... I lost um, the concentration on uh, Hunter's Mark already. Okay. Oh, dear. Yep. Uh, so the first attack's a 19. Yep. Um, and that deals four slashing damage. The second attack missed. And then Armand will um, also wield the sword. He will move towards you, Jark, and oh. swing out. Uh, first attack is uh, 15, which right. I assume misses. And then a 16, and oh, I assume that also misses. Okay. Um, so that's their go. But now the ooze itself quivers and gyrates, and it will. Um, it will move. Um, let's see, 20 feet t closer to you, Jark, oh, and, um, it, moves. it does move. Oh, great. Love that. Um, two large, uh, slimy limbs swing out from it. The first one, uh, being a 19 to hit. That misses. Bloody hell. The second one, uh, 14. It also misses. And I'd like to repost, repost if I can. Okay. Are you, do you need to be within five feet? Uh, oh, is he actually not close enough? I don't think like, he's I'm... close enough. Okay, never mind then. Oh, well, actually, he's no, you can, you, you can... No, you can have it, you can have it, you can have it. Okay, so yeah, when a creature misses me with a melee attack, you can use your reaction to spend a superiority die to make a melee attack against the okay, creature. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to whack him. And uh, 11. Add... Do, 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 do. Oh, if I hit, I attack. Yeah. Yeah, 11. Um, 11 hit the giant ooze. No, it does not. Um, and then I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. I've already done this. I don't want to do it again. It is happening again. It's nine. That's not it's good. A, that's a fail. You take um, 39 psychic damage <laughs> um, as you feel the memories of your, your being being eaten and, and stolen away. Um, your very Lord. essence is being drained and... Um, for the time being, I'm going to give you a little mark. Um, you now have to subtract a D4 um, anytime you make an attack roll. Oh, oh good. That ends its his turn. Um, so these guys will um, begin to move and and dash forward. Uh, oh, they're running far. They, they are going far. Um, though I think for most of them, they can't quite get in range in time. Oh, I'm in a bad place. <laughs> oh, there's um, a lot of them. Yeah, they all they we're kind of crowded together here. Um and the ooze itself will move here and then um Are you just killing Jark cuz you don't like I, I mean, I don't like Jark, but I'm not killing him for that reason. <laughs> not um, for that reason. 
Still going to die. Um, Avi, I need you to make a um, wisdom saving throw. Uh, not one. That's a fail. Uh, okay, so. Um, sorry, I'm just checking that this is on your turn or my turn. It's on the start of your turn. Remind me. Um, I will give you um, a little sad face. Uh, a little but that's sad. it. That's it's, it's turnover. Estalda. Uh, Help! Um, uh, okay. So. I'm going to use my. Um, I'm gonna cast bless. Okay. Who are you blessing? Um, everyone apart from me. Okay. Actually, hang on. If I cast it at a higher level, I think I can do all of us. Okay. Is that what you'd like to do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. You've all got plus plus D4 to saving throws and attack rolls. So I have minus so D4 cancels plus your D4. D4. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to um, move forward. Okay. Straight into it. Jark. And that's all I can do. Jark. I'm also going to step just a bit forward and attack. So... <clears throat> I have maneuver questions that are going to become very important here in a second. So I am going to attack the slime boss, boss man. Okay. Uh, with my sword. Hopefully I hit whack. 14. Miss. But I have to add and subtract. Hold on. Okay, so. Add, subtract. Damn it. Okay, so. <laughs> you finished on what? Uh, a 10? I did or, A 12, sorry. 12, um, yeah. Okay, well, that missed, so I'm going to attack the ooze once again. Damn it. Wow. <laughs> Add. Subtract. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me. Jark, that's is, uh, Jark is about to get baddied. Right, let's go. Avian. Okay, uh, how tall is the cavern? Um, it's about 40 feet up or so. Wow. Okay, I'm going to fly up uh, 30 feet. Uh, using my full movement speed, and then I'm going to cast Banishment on the red ooze at the back. Okay, so what does that do? Uh, so yeah, basically I want to... He has to make a, a Christmas saving throw. If, he's, if he fails, okay. I'll tell you what it does. Uh, 20. Okay, he wow. passes. Okay. That's okay. That's uh, that's nice that. You. That is ish. Oh, I'm in a bad spot. Um, gonna go ahead and take the disengage action. Can I fit okay. through this spot? Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's no right. problem. Uh, getting back this way. Oh, hello, everyone. This is great. Wonderful. Uh, good to see you all. Uh, want to. Oh, gosh. I, I... Hmm. 
I'm gonna use uh, my Fey Gift to take uh, the help action as a bonus action. Uh, okay. It is going to uh, give the spite to the green one here. It has disadvantage. Uh, oh, I'm gonna help Dark with an attack, giving him advantage, and whoever he hits, if he does hit, has disadvantage on their next strike. Okay. I have that same ability, but a different way to say it. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jark's getting buffed and debuffed all the time. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anything else-ish? <laughs> I, I, that's all I got. Okay, that's their turn done. Uh, Green Ooze will uh, make two attacks against you, Jark, again. Um, the first one. Uh, oh, for goodness sake, there's uh, 17. Uh, misses. 21. That does hit. Uh, you take uh, 17 bludgeoning damage and 6 psychic damage. And then I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Jark's going down, boys. Uh, 17 and 6 makes what? 23? 23, yeah. Charisma, you said? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. 13. Uh, that's another fail. You um, add, so you can add 3 oh. to that because of my aura of protection. Oh, she is within 10 feet of me. 16. But is uh, so even with a 16, you still fail. Really? Um, uh, and you can add a d4 because you're blessed. Okay. <laughs> ah, that's a success. You succeed. Oh, uh, thank God. Um, okay. Oh, he's going down. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, now for the red one. Um, God, it's not really got a lot to do here. Um, Attack the other ooze. <laughs> um, so the oh shoot I forgot to make the sorry the green guy his fellas have got to do some attacks so uh, Armand um, two attacks uh, that's a 17 and a 12 against you Jark nope um, the drow will uh, move up to uh, in fact he's going to walk past you uh, Astaldus you get to take an attack opportunity here if you'd like against them he's uh, I'm gonna wh whip out the warhammer. Whack him. Okay. Um, so you hit. Uh, do you want to roll damage? So eight bludgeoning damage. Uh, so you swing your warhammer at this creature and you crush its spine and you hear the bone snap. But the creature almost just seems to ignore you and keeps walking by and no discernible damage seems to have been done to it. Its capabilities don't seem to have been reduced. Um, I would. <laughs> The creature, I would just say, I would just say, don't waste your time attacking these people. <laughs> Attack the oozes. Uh, people can't be damaged. Well, then stop uh, chasing me, please. The, uh, Elamine one will uh, swing out towards. Um, oh, wait, no, because the, the drow still gets to make some attacks against you, Joel. Sorry. Uh, uh, oh, please don't. Uh, so that's a 15 and a 14. Ah, it, uh, they both hit. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, I have so leather armor. I'm a bow-wielding guy. I'm not supposed <laughs> uh, to be chased down. 18 slashing damage altogether. 18? Yep, altogether. Um, Astaldo, that's an 8, uh, which misses, and then an 18. Uh, that misses. Okay. Uh, so now the red one's the dwarf. Um, he'll attack you, Astaldo. That's a 15 and a 19. 19 hits. 19 hits, okay, so you take uh, 4 slashing damage from the first attack, 
um ruby and uh, it's a 17 and a 12 for her two attacks uh, on me no they yes. both missed they both missed okay and um the uh female orc can get close and she will also uh make two attacks that's a uh, 19 and a 17. 19 hits 19 hits for nine slashing damage um and then the other two can't quite get past um so now it's the red ooze's or the ooze itself's go um it will slither a little closer um and i need um jark i need you to make a wisdom saving throw Fucking hell, too. You I don't think there's cool. much to be done here, even with all the bonuses I possibly can have. <laughs> we're just gonna, um, we're just gonna die. I am Jark's just gonna die. Luckily, this isn't canon. Craig said um, that in the beginning. <laughs> uh, so you are paralyzed. So you're um, incapacitated and can't move or speak. You automatically fail saving or strength and dex saves, and tackles against you have advantage and. Any attack that hits you is a critical. I love Hold Person. It's such a great spell. <laughs> um, it's the second time I've died to it. Fuck. <laughs> Astalda. Uh, hit anything yet. Um, hit the ooze. <laughs> I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration on Jock. Okay. Um, so he's unparalyzed. Okay. Sweet. Thank you. Um, and that's that's my action. Okay. Jark. Oh my god, I'm alive and not dead. Okay. So, so I am going to let me just measure this out here. Oh, I can't hit her. Um, I mean, they're ooze though. That's that's a terrible weapon to use against ooze. But I'm gonna I don't use any weapon. <laughs> or yeah. we're going to die. I know. Okay. Well we'll we'll just slash, I guess. We're gonna slash. Uh, I get advantage on this because of ish. Yes. So that's a twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five hits, yep. Awesome. I'm going to use distracting strike uh, to expend one of my superiority dice. Now, the next time somebody other than me attacks this thing, it they also get advantage. It's okay. only the one. Um, okay. And I add a d8 to its uh, damage. Great. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's this damage I add the superiority. Uh, so I gotta whack this. That's uh, 10 plus... Three, so 13 slashing damage. Okay. And second attack. Don't get advantage on this one. 19. Uh, so do you want to do your blast and... Because it didn't really count for the last one, oh, but your... Yeah. This one might matter? It might matter. Four. 20... So that was the blast and then... Oh, yeah, sorry. Plus, minus. Well, it didn't... Okay, so it didn't... Matter. So still 19, 19 hits. 19's great. Awesome. Oh, I realized what you're saying. I could have actually rolled less than that. Uh, attack. Uh, nine, nine slashing, slashing damage. damage. Okay. And I'm going to uh, action surge because I feel like if I don't now, I'm never going to. Sure. Um, and I'm going to attack with my longsword again. Um, that hits. Well, roll your dice. 2d4. Oh. 
That doesn't matter. Awesome. <laughs> Gonna whack away. Ten slashing damage. Ten slashing damage. damage, okay. And I am going to use um, a superiority dice uh, for a maneuvering attack. So I am going... I'm obviously attacking the green guy. So I'm going to get Ish to be able to move half of his movement speed away uh, from any, like, a more advantageous location. Yeah, yeah, this is a pro attack opportunity. Ish can move half his movement speed. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, so you can you can move half your movement speed ish half. now, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, just back out <laughs> the cavern, I guess. There you go. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, same idea. I get to add an eight to this wonderful thing. Whack. Uh, 13 total there. And the last attack is this one. 17. Let's roll some d4s. Bang, bang. Uh, that's actually a 20. Oh, 20 um, hits. And eight slashing damage. Okay. Yep. That's that you. is that is me. Okay, Avi would like to yell at Avi. Avi, do you have fireball or something, please? <laughs> I literally don't. But Whoa! I'm gonna carry on. I'm gonna carry on with this banishment because I feel like it will turn the thing. So I'm gonna try and banish the the red ooze again. It's another charisma saving throw. Charisma save for the ooze. Okay. And nine. Okay, it fails. So the red ooze is banished. Uh, is it native to our plane of existence? Yes. Okay, so he 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 moves to a harmless demiplane. While there, he is incapacitated, and he remains there until the spell ends, which is in one minute or until my concentration fails. Okay. At which point he's he gone. reappears. Now, what happens to all of the people he's connected to? They all disappear with him. Nice. I kind of thought they would all turn to our side, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, they're all gone. Uh, all right, well, maybe that was better than Fireball. Good job! <laughs> uh, uh, and then I'm going to move 30... Uh, who's going to move? That's not, I'm just going to stay flying up in the air. Okay. Uh, Ish. Uh, uh, designating Red Guy with Slayer's Prey this time, since my Hunter's Mark was dispelled due to concentration failure. Um, and then is going to just fire longbow shots in this general direction. Those are you get 25. advantage on your first attack. Oh, okay, twenty-five. Uh, uh, so yeah, twenty-five hits. Uh, so it is going to be ten total points of damage. Uh, and then second attack without the advantage is at twenty-seven. That hits. Uh, for twelve points of damage. Okay. Anything else? Uh. Just really hoping the drow doesn't close the distance. No, that's it. That's all I got right now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, green news. So, yeah, the drow is going to close the distance. Uh, Come <laughs> on, man. No, 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 no. Uh, so, the first attack, uh, that's a uh, 19. Uh, that's yeah, six slashing damage. And then the second attack is a uh, 13. A 13 will just miss. We'll just miss, okay. Um, Alamine will switch targets to you, Jark, because I think you're pretty close to going down. How dare you. Uh, that's a non-natural 20. That does it. 10 slashing damage, and then a 9 on the second attack. Kirk's standing strong. Uh, Armand will also attack you. Of course he will. Uh, that's a 13 and then a 15, both missing. And then yes. the ooze. Um two attacks from the ooze at you uh, first and that's uh, 13 on the first attack 17 on the second miss miss 
Uh, and then I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm so dead. <laughs> oh, ten. Ten. Plus you fail. Three plus. Even with a plus three, you still fail. You take fifty-one ten. psychic damage. Um, How much? Fifty-one psychic damage. Jark um, has inevitably fallen down. So more of Jark's acid uh, pours into the the ooze. Jark, for what's worth, you now have to roll a d8 um, when subtracted it. Whenever you uh, make an, an ability check, um, is a death save considered an ability check? Um, a I guess it would throw. be. No, or, surely not. It, it, it's actually de different specification. You would know better, Joel. So what uh, do you, is it not? No. It is not because it is no, specified okay. differently as an exhaustion. Right? So, like, you don't get disadvantage on saving throws until later, so it's, like, clearly a separate thing. Okay. Um, so the uh, other ooze is still banished, so Estalda is sure go. Uh, Estalda's gonna curse and say, oh, bloody fighters! And then she's gonna use her lay on hands. Thanks. Um, to give you... Um... 30 oh, HP. God. 30 HP? Enough? I mean, <laughs> he just hit me for 59, so probably I, not. <laughs> I know. I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, okay, so that's my action. Um, and then as my bonus action, I'm going to use my channel divinity to... Um, uh, which one is it? Vow of Enmity on the green ooze, so okay. it basically advantage when I actually manage to attack it. Okay. Instead of trying just to get Jarek from the <laughs> Instead of getting So Jarek, you're currently prone on the ground, um, but also you don't even remember how you got here. Um, yep. Your memories of recent events have completely disappeared. Um, Jarek will stand up. Okay, Jarek, you see a ooze before you. <laughs> I mean, even a stupid jerk would understand that ooze is bad, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably would. Yeah, I'm going to attack the ooze with okay. my sword. Ten. Uh, ten. So we won't even bother like to. Two. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. That's a miss. Am I even blessed? Uh, I think anymore? you're still blessed, right? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if like I got incapacitated or died with it. Fair. Uh, attack again. Nineteen. And uh, nineteen. So if you want to roll oh, a D eight. Six. Fuck. Um, Thirteen. So, okay, so then I roll the d4 for blast. Jesus. Uh, let's go. Uh, so what, 15? That's a miss. Fuck! I had such a good, such a good plan. Uh, okay, well, that's that's me. Okay. Avian. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to Eldritch Blast this mother. Uh, uh, right, so roll. Good idea. Eldritch Blast is just such a good... Eleven. Uh, Eleven misses. Did you? The is that plus the D four? The bless isn't gonna be enough. No, even it's... no, it wouldn't be enough. Yeah. Uh, okay, roll the D four. It matters. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> of course it is. Oh. It's, a, it's AC is sixteen. There you go. You worked it out. We figured it out. Oh my so, god, for nine, nine damage. Okay. okay. Um, uh, and I'm going to use my um, Grasp of Adar to pull him up into the air 10 feet yep. and the Crusher feet to pull him an additional 5 feet. So he yep. then is 15 feet up in the air. 
We'll just, and then what? He just drops and takes falling damage, does he? Uh, I assume so, Craig. If that's yeah. what I'm yeah. yeah. roll there. Okay. <laughs> so he takes four uh, bludgeoning damage, and um, he can't be knocked prone, though, because he is an ooze. They do have the resistance to be knocked prone. Um, okay. So he stays standing. Um, now, this ooze is looking pretty, pretty well battered. Um, but anyway, anything else? Uh, no, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Ish. Ish, batter him some more. Uh, Ish is going to have to take the attack of opportunity and move around this drow so he doesn't have disadvantage on the next two shots. Uh, okay, um, that's a uh, seven. Oh, perfect. It'll miss. Uh, is then going to also apply Hunter's Mark to the creature here. Okay. Uh, so Slayer's Prey and Hunter's Mark is active. It's going to use Sharpshooter on this. Is going to start taking some shots. Um, so the first one is a natural 20 to hit. Wait. Yep. Uh, and that will be plus the... That's enough. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so your first arrow just fires straight in and hits something at the center of the ooze, and with a quiver and shake, it completely bursts apart into um, more and more of this familiar green ooze with red veins running through it. Uh, you hear voices call out in rage and anger um, as its essence shifts um, and uh, dissipates before you. Um, and that's it. It's um, thralls, I guess we'll call them, all suddenly just collapse into piles of oozes before you. Um, oh, good. So, don't, now don't, don't celebrate. No, bring back the other one. We have 50 seconds. Recover yourselves. He'll be back soon. Ah, God. Wasting all of this time. I just want everyone to know it was 48 points of damage. I fucking love that. That was great. That was huge. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, all right, so Ish is going to complete his movement. So those 15, 15, 25, 30, up to here. We're going to try and get over to the other side, to the opposite side of the, the, okay. the summons. So what right? I would say is move. You've got 50 seconds. Just do whatever you... You can all just move Back as you here. want, and then we can start the turn order. Yeah. Um, or we'll probably have to do it again, I guess, is a surprise. Well, at right at, at 50 back? seconds, right, we're going to lose Bless. Um, I don't know okay. how long the disadvantages and stuff yeah. last on Jark, but we're going to lose Bless. Uh, the disadvantage and, lasts for an hour or so. And I'm going to lose Hunter's wow. Mark. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so other than that, I lose Hunter's Mark there, but everything else is still going to chug my potion. Okay. Do we still max fuel potions? I give, I give you my potion as well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you need Everyone your greater. I toss, I toss a, a greater at Jark, and then I roll my own potion. Come on, John. Roll, roll, roll. Come on. We got to be quick. 2d4 plus sorry, 4 sorry. for 9. Is it 44? 44 plus 4. Yeah. Wow, that's a terrible. Uh, so that's the 15. 15 so uh -huh. And I get back 9 for 2D4 mine. 2d4 plus 2. Yeah. Sorry, I'm rushing everyone. Eight. I literally have to run a session in 30 minutes. So... Okay, we're good. That's, uh, that's the potions. All right. Did you give me one as well? I did. Uh, okay, I, 2d4 I plus 2d4. Two. Great, another eight. Uh, that makes... All right, I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, uh, any final oh, preparations actually, before I have the... the... I have Hunter's Mark still active. I put down the Cordon of Arrows. Uh, so I okay. put very, down the four very arrows. Full. Very okay. full. I'll recast Bless. Okay. Nice. All right, drop it. Let's go! Where are we dropping? Okay, so... And we all ready in action to hit this thing. Right when it comes sure. in. You've all, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, for Astalda and, I mean, does it reappear to the exact point that it was yeah, on before? Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, I'm, we're, I'm okay. can we not stand Oh, there? God. It appears directly <laughs> on top of you. Um, so I assume you guys are moved back five feet, right? That's probably what the spell says. Um, so Jart, you can go there. 
over there, sorry. Uh, so, um, why don't we just start with, with Ish You could for your readied action. Uh, the readied action is a 19 to hit. Uh, that hits. Uh, it will hit for 19 total points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then one of the Cordon Arrows also hits the mark Deck here. Save, so dexterity okay. saving throw. That's a four. Uh, takes an additional two damage from the arrow. Okay. Uh, and that is the readied action. Okay. Uh, Avi. Uh, Last At 26 hits, yep. Uh, oh, sorry, that's uh, 15, 15 points of damage. 15, okay. Uh, this is a turn, right? Roll, so I'm uh, going to No, this is a surprise. Well, not a surprise. It's your reaction. You're ready to action. It's just a reaction. You're ready to action. So I don't get to turn. pull him up. Oh, I, I see you get to use feet, though, right? Yeah. Pull him up in the air and drop him again. Yes, okay, so that happens. So yeah. he takes another d6. He takes two damage, two yeah. bludgeoning damage. Um, Jark, you're ready to action. Go, Jark, go. Uh, roll him, oh, I have to roll, roll a D8. D8. I'm so sorry. Oh, Seven, God. 15. 15. Fox well, eight. even because you're blessed again, right? So yeah. it's going to be a oh. minimum one. So, yeah, you, you still hit. Yay. Uh, okay. Uh, so Man, 14 slashing. 14 slash. That's max okay. damage. Go me. Nice. Good job. And finally, Astalda for your ready to action. Smite them, almighty smiter. Five. Uh, 25 <laughs> hits. Yep. Uh, eight. For eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. Just get one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just one attack on a, on a readied action. Uh, okay, so once again, uh, the start oh, yeah. of the turn. Uh, so, Ish, what would you like to do? Another arrow from Corden goes up. Okay. Uh, deck save. Uh, that's uh, 18. Okay, he's going to make the save there. Does not take any of the damage. Uh, but we are going to Hunter's Mark him and start firing arrows here. Oh, that's going to miss. Okay, first one is going to miss. The second one. Uh, I believe it's going to hit if I add my bless to that. Uh, it's going to be a 19 to hit. Yeah, that, that hits. Okay. Uh, with that, the... Okay. It'll be Dear Lord. 27 total points of damage. Bloody hell. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have severely damaged the ooze. I have anything else. That's yeah, that's it. They can't come over to me. I'm I'm, I'm surprised that the, the rest of the, the creatures don't come back. But yeah, they don't come back. That's um, wild. Yeah, you got pretty lucky with that one. Oh, nice. Love that. Um... Jark, um, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Stop, Craig, please. <laughs> wow. This is my favorite part of the entire uh, game. Okay, yeah, it's a fail, even with the the plus three. Um, so you take... Um, sorry, what was that? Plus three, because he's within 10 feet, and plus bless. Even with that, it's a, it's a DC 18. Um, so it's a one. Um, so you take 31 psychic damage, Jark. Nice. Um, as once more, more and more of your em memories are, are pulled, it changed. The dice changes to a D12 and a D12 wow. now. Um, are you still standing? Uh, sure. sure. Uh, it's going to then make another attack uh, with its pseudopod. Uh, so it's a natural twenty. Great. Um, oh that's uh, um, uh, fucking hell. Uh, Thirty-seven uh, altogether. I assume you're down from that. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. With its second attack, it will also then hit you, Estalda. That's a 25. Yeah. Uh, so that's um, 14 bludgeoning damage and 9 psychic damage. Um, that ends its turn. However, one of the locals now reappears. Uh, it will be Ruby, um, as it's formed from its slimy tendrils before it. Um, so, Estalda, it's your go. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm I'm just gonna go at it with the warhammer. Okay. Whack him. Uh, so that's a twenty-five. That hits. I um divine smite into that as well. Okay. So that's uh twenty-one damage. Twenty-one altogether. Okay. And then second attack. Go ahead. Uh, uh, 14 misses. What about with Blast? <laughs> oh, she oh, yeah, was. I lied. I'm sorry. Yep, 17. 17. Oh, did she? Just kidding. Yeah. I lied. Yeah, so 17 hits. Uh, so it's just fine because it's rolled it twice because there's yes. a nat 20 there. So it's just fine. Um, it's still standing. Um, Dark, bring it down! I'm dead. Chuck's oh, dead. shit! Dead. Chark! <laughs> uh, anything else, Estalda? Um, nope. Nope, okay. Avi. Oh, and a death save from Jar, yes, that's a, that's a fail. Marked it. Uh, 21. 21 hits, yep. Uh, uh, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough, it's enough. I'm trying to be quick for Joel. I appreciate um, it. I'm so sorry. So, um, you fire off a shot, and the uh, the ooze itself completely explodes. Jar gets showered in the in the slime. Um, it begins to cough and that sputter in it. Um, but otherwise, um, that seems to have been the, the creature dealt with. Uh, Ruby, before you just falls into a pile of uh, ooze alongside the body, um, and that seems to be it. Um, I, I stabilized Jark. Sure. Uh, so, you stabilized Jark. And what I'll do is, guys, so just because we are pressed for time, I'll just run off a little prologue of what <laughs> would happen afterwards. Okay. Uh, just so. Um, oops, that's the wrong song. Um, so, uh, the, those creatures were called Oblexes, um, or Ublexes, or, or I'm not sure what the pro- plural is. But essentially, they mimic, uh, they consume the memories and personalities of people and mimic the. Um, the people they consumed um and eventually they would take over a town or a village or or something like that um so that's what they were were doing they were slowly assimilating uh the population and consuming them and growing and that's what the the smaller ones are when an uh oblex gets so big and filled with memories and personalities a part of it splits off and forms a, a new being essentially um so for you guys in the cavern um i imagine you would kind of um catch a breath uh heal up uh if you were to return to town and kind of explain the locals themselves wouldn't really understand um what you were talking about and most of them would be outright hostile and essentially would ask you to leave um quite quickly which um i assume you would fine um, <laughs> <laughs> um you would if you did return and explain what happened to alamine you would also be paid your uh 2000 gold bounty um by the guy whose name i can't remember um <laughs> In the very beginning, uh, Tremdar Murgo, who hired you, um, so he would pay you it's that. Trendar. Um, so that's it, that's everything. Uh, just as one final note before um, Joel ends this video, uh, for anyone at home who really liked that campaign and wants to run it themselves, it is actually an encounter of the week that DD Beyond themselves published. I changed a couple of wee things, but you, as all the details and things like that, you need so. Uh, awesome. I'll just paste it in our Discord and Joel, I don't know if you want to put it in the video description. Sure, yeah, I'll drop it. And it has all the details of how to run it and, and things like that. Awesome. Um, 
That was fun. Yeah, that's it. That was great. Oh, great job, fun. Craig. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, you're so, that was so much fun. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> for watching. Yep. I do appreciate it. Thanks for uh, going real fast on the combat. Fastest combat we've ever had in <laughs> ever. That was great. Um, we should try that more often. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I know. John just has to die. It's fine. Um, Wow. And yeah, there's going to be more of Craig doing stuff over on Merchant's channel. The re the the revival of D and D oh, over yeah, on yeah, Merchant's yeah. soon, and Craig's going to DM. It's going to be awesome, and we're all going to be there. So be there, and goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.